boys and girls all over the world tune and dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix and you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel Jimmy and Sham. Yeah, boy. Come to the place where the wiki, pods wiki. are played. It's cool. It's hip. It's weekly watch Wade. Jimmy and I just did the B-Boy stance. <laughs> that was really cool. I wish I was as cool as you guys. <laughs> Dude, we're going to keep that as a sound bite. We're just going to drop that in. <laughs> whenever Shanley gives alert. us... <laughs> Whenever Shanley gives us a silent treatment on the show, Matt just drop that in. It's her reaction. Oh. I might do that. That w- that would be a good idea. <laughs> I was gonna say the levels are really loud, but I don't think that's the or the levels are really quiet. But I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is my beanie is very thick. Yeah, thick bean. Yeah, that's, thick, <laughs> that's what they used to call me in high school. Thick bean Matt. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody. You're tuned into the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch a movie. Thanks so much for joining us for our first post-watch discussion for the season. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my good old friend Shanley. Shanley, how the heck are you? I am doing well. I got a little baby with me, and he's just being pretty vocal. So uh, we'll see how this goes. Nice. How are you doing, Matt? You know, I'm spooky. Scary? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm watching a, a very bad rendition of Dracula right now, and it's the, the Netflix original Dracula that's made by Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatiss, the uh, Sherlock creator. Yeah. From what I understand is it gets really bad, but it is very spooky, and so I feel very leery still? and untrusting of everybody. Are you talking about Dracula? Yeah. Yeah, he's still hungry. He must feed. Uh, I'm on episode two right now. It's like Sherlock where every episode's an hour and a half long. It's going to be it's gonna be a long trek to get through. But on episode two, it's on, uh, it takes place on a ship full of semen. Mm. And I find myself wanting... That's the best place to get your semen. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself wanting to talk like, a, like an old sailor. Gar, you're right. As in like... We be recording our podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. You better start believing in the weekly watch wheel. You're, You're on one. <laughs> You're on one. It's not just us, Chanley. We're here with Mr. On One himself, Jimmy. Damn, you know what, bro? Mr. On One? In, like, 2006, <laughs> that would be a pretty dope name. Can that be your rapping name? It, no. Please? My rapping name is Pickle Baby Ginger. <laughs> I actually think that's quite fitting. <laughs> it is. Have you ever said that before? Or is that be- just because my pickled baby ginger in the f- refrigerator broke yesterday? Uh, yeah, I've been waiting for some opportunity to use that because <laughs> uh, you did spill pickled baby ginger juice all over the. Uh, I provided the pickled baby ginger. Something spilled it. You spilled it. It was leaned over on a box of gogurt that was diagonal. Okay, well, whose gogurts are those? I'm not the only one with a kid here. Yes, but my kid finishes his yo- his gogurt. Mm. Doesn't sit in the fridge like a buffoon. Mm. How are you doing today, Jimmy? Or excuse me, 
PBG. PBG, hell yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty well. I'm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've restarted playing through the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I've noticed you've play been playing it. Have you? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm having fun doing that again. Probably the best video game of all time. Really? Probably. Um, what about The Hobbit on PS2? I shot you up, but quick. Think you're a fool. I think that you're on this weird J.R. Rowling Tolkien <laughs> kick. What? A, okay. Uh, I actually only brought that up because I was the only person in the world who liked that game. It's a historically bad game. However. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers on PS2, fantastic game. If you're currently playing through Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, auto heal code is, it's R1, R2, L1, L2. You hold those down, and then you go triangle down, X up, and then it restores your health. You're welcome, audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how's that uh, Breath of Wild going? It's cool, man. It's whatever. It's great. Yeah, I'm full of good stuff right now. We're off to a great start. 2022 in the Weekly Watch Wheel. Woo! I mean, we are, though. What? We are off to a great start. Oh, okay. Well, who's, who start, who spunded and what was chosen? I span. Uh-huh. And I span all night and day. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the category? The category was does does this does this category was does this does this hold up does this that's what you're saying Dias. does this uh, hold an open <laughs> does this hold up does it hold up that was your spin hold you up hey. for those who thinking that this don't hold up Take a spin. <laughs> sure. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Watch wheel every day. <laughs> That's good. Thanks for. I was trying to find a way to land the ship. I wanted there, to yeah. let the pause breathe. I was worried you were going to jump in in front of me if I waited too much longer. That was really. <laughs> Watch wheel every day. <laughs> All right, we found our mojo. We're <laughs> now we're firing on yep. both cylinders. See you guys next week. <laughs> anyway, you got does this hold up? And what did you choose? I chose three ninjas. Three ninjas. <laughs> That's Auntie Donna. Uh, uh, as Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. yeah okay uh yeah three f and ninjas what year did you say this was 1993 okay. i didn't know Ninja? you were gonna start asking me like stats and i stuff. mean you don't need to know i was just wondering well it was 1992 wow 1992 the year Fresh was 1992 year. the ninjas were three mm. and so were we <laughs> I was, I was. too. <laughs> I turned three that year. Sick. At the end of it, though. Yeah. In Rocktober. Hmm. I actually mm. prefer uh, Sharktober. What? Because most shark attacks, most great white attacks happen in October. Sharktober. I didn't know that. 
it's not a very catchy term, but mm. I used to use it with Jason Fry a lot when we'd go surfing. It's like, Sharktober, let's get out there. Nice. And I think it was in October when we saw the seal with a bite taken out of it and a dorsal fin moving in a straight line at the same time. Do you have a dorsal fin? My poor seal. Do you call him at home? Probably just swimming in a circle. Freaking, <laughs> Freaking out, out his whole, whole family. family. <laughs> we're just we're too much right now. Arrested Development. I, I try to drop in the titles of the references that we make. So I it's think not, that's more lame. I know it is, but otherwise we sound like idiots. <laughs> no. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to sound Insert stupid. Insert saying that we're cool. <laughs> Throw it in. <laughs> She's laughing at us again. <laughs> So the three ninjas, why don't we just jump kick right into it, as as they say. Well, so first off, if you didn't grow up with this movie, I feel bad for you. Because at a minimum, <laughs> this movie was amazing for kids in the 90s. If you didn't grow up with this movie, I feel bad for you, son. I got three ninjas and a ain't one. Kick me. <laughs> wow. Okay. And sure. It, no. I mean, I don't like it. I I hate what you just did, but it took guts. Thanks. All right. So I think before we go any further, we need to assign roles here. Mm -hmm. I think we all can can agree. Hold on, Shanley. Jeez. (laughs) I think we all can agree on who is whom. But... Let's have this discussion, okay? Okay. Uh, I think you need to give a quick summary for the movie first. Though. No. Damn I it. want to assign roles first, and then people can figure it out as we go along. Fine. What do you say? You say you think you know, like, we all know who is who? I think it's undebatable. Indebatable. Mm. In, uned, unde, mm, mm. Shanley? I have no idea. Indebitable. Um, but let's find out. So I nominate that Shanley is Tum Tum. Yay. Okay. She's the heaviest sleeper. She hides jelly beans under her pillow. She's surprisingly useful. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. She's a little crap disturber. I feel like Tum Tum has shades of that more so than the others. And I think that's Shanley. Okay. She's in the background, but causing mayhem. Are you causing mayhem? In the background, though. Not like getting attention for it. Hmm. Any objections? I'm sure you wanted to be Tum Tum. I want to be Tum Tum. But we're not doing who do you want to be. We're doing who are you. I support Shanley being Tum Tum, but I want to be Tum Tum. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so Shanley, Just you are Tum Tum. Shanley or Tum Tum. Okay. Who do you think Matt is, Shanley? Don't say it. I think Matt is... Rocky. Damn it, Shanley, go to hell. I agree, Matt is Rocky. Damn you guys. And so that means that we all agree that I am Colt. <laughs> 
No, you're the grandpa. <laughs> Matt, if anyone's the grandpa, it's you. <laughs> Old, balding Asian man. Do you drive sure. really slow? Uh, does he drive slowly? Mm-hmm. He doesn't play the radio while he's driving. That's annoying to me. I mean, I think it was an exercise. I don't think it was him actually driving. Anymore. No, when he okay, drives... Well, uh, I don't want to be Rocky. You could be Colt. Fine. I mean, I don't want to be Colt. I just am. It's undebatable. <laughs> we were going with that, huh? I, I said indebitable. I know, but the, um, the whole the whole bit of <laughs> mispronouncing that word. It's not a bit. I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> I don't know if there is a word for it. I think mm. it's just it's not debatable. <laughs> okay. So, so you're, yeah, I you're think Chandler's Tum Tum, I'm Colt, and you are Rocky. We'll, we'll, because I get the latest. Let's go with that for now. <laughs> we will break down the um, movie, the characters, get into everything. Then let's revisit this conversation once we've kind of dug as deep as we can into the lore of this universe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, so three ninjas in case you're a total weirdo <laughs> and you didn't watch it both in the 90s and again for the show. Three Ninjas is a super cool movie about three ninjas. It's, it's called Three Ninjas. It's called Three Ninjas. <laughs> um it's three little boys. I do not know their names. One of them is Michael. One of them might be Steven. No. One of them no. could be Thomas. No. Shaman, what were the boys' names? The I, three ninjas? I took note of Samuel and Jeffrey, are the two older ones. My name is Jeffrey. I did not get the other ones. Tum -tum. Michael. You say the other ones? There's three. You said two names. I always oh, yeah, forget but... how many ninjas are in this movie. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's a trick. Because there's a lot more than three. It's there's true. like maybe hundreds. But it's not telling it's the confusing. story about those ninjas. Telling the story of at least five ninjas. That's fair. People who are ninjas at heart. Mm, that's the only place you can be a ninja. You can also be one in Phoenix. Mm. So where do we begin? Wait, what's the other brother's name? I didn't get Michael. it. Michael. Okay. So Michael is Tum Tum. And Jeffrey is Colt. Yeah. And... Steven Samuel <laughs> Samuel that's what I said is Rocky so we're it's getting ahead of Rocky. ourselves let's start this over hey guys welcome to the weekly watch yeah. <laughs> so yeah Samuel is Rocky Jeffrey's just called checking Michael in for the first time what we do here is we spin a wheel and we watch a movie and then we talk about it today we're talking about three ninjas woo woo, woo. woo. 1992 woo. Uh, 1992 woo yeah that's funny I like that <laughs> Um, your son's going to love that. Thanks. I lost my steam here. Back on it. We watched Three Ninjas. Great movie. It stars three boys, and they play brothers named Michael, who's the youngest brother, uh, is bowl cut, and he likes candy. Jeffrey, who's the middle brother, and he's sassy. He's a, he's a hothead. Sort of, but he's pretty yeah. cool. He doesn't he doesn't get too upset. He's He's actually kind of level-headed he's just pessimistic hmm. and then the eldest brother is samuel steven S samuel <laughs> that's it and they live with their mom who is 
American and Japanese. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's Japanese. I guess I'm making an assumption there. No, you're not. The, uh, the first lines of the movie is like, we train with our Japanese grandpa. Well, she could be adopted. Wow. She could be a half Chinese lady who's adopted by a Japanese man and occasionally references her Asian side. That's true. Uh, anyways, this lady is Latina, um, <laughs> but she is apparently half probably Japanese. Okay. Um, we're so off track. How do we talk about anything? <laughs> we don't talk about anything. That's why no one listens <laughs> to this podcast. Hey, people all over That's the world tr- listen true. to this podcast. It's and true. we love most of them. All right, so there's there's three brothers. How old do you would you say they are? Like ten to twelve? Eight to twelve? Yeah, that's probably closer. Tum Tum's pretty. Tum Tum seems at least a couple years older than your daughter. Okay. So By now, way older. <laughs> you're, you're, you're still right. At least a couple years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so ranging from eight to. 12-ish. I so think. they are at their grandpa's house for the summer, I guess, in ninja master training. Mm-hmm. They learn how to carry water from, like, bamboo reeds. Yeah. And they learn how to throw ninja stars at an old man. <laughs> And they jump out of a tree. They learn how to spin nunchucks really fast. Mm-hmm. And they break flower pots hanging from trees. Then Yeah. You know, just ninja stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> and their uh, father is a FBI agent, and he hates martial arts. What? And he is trying to track down this white dude with a ponytail, if you listen to the selection episode. And I nailed that. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. White dude, white suit, black ponytail. Uh, he is, which is the most threatening image of really a human is. being. I think he also had a gold necklace, which really ties it all together. And a helicopter from which to hang. <laughs> yes, and he uh, he's a ninja slash missile salesman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's also he's a slashy. the like master ninja pupil of the grandfather mm-hmm. and that guy wants their grandfather the bad guy wants the grandfather to work for him again and to teach all of his henchmen how to be better ninjas because uh they're not great they're not they're not that good mm-hmm. they lose to the three Children. little boy ninjas <laughs> regularly <laughs> and he also wants to have the grandpa tell his son-in-law the fbi agent the to three ninjas off his back to get out of there and let him do his criminal stuff it's like for turn a bit. blind eye for two weeks yeah let me sell sell all these missiles hang up your brown i think face. it's one missile but <laughs> he's, he's, he's been trying to sell he's it. selling this one little missile um, <laughs> it's gonna make a lot of money apparently so <laughs> that is going on um and the movie just follows uh the boys demonstrating their prowess at ninja stuff mm-hmm. to impress their father so that he doesn't limit their time with their grandpa while the bad guy is trying to kidnap the boys to 
use them as leverage against both the grandfather who refuses to teach his men and the FBI agent father who refuses to trying to stop him from <laughs> just running a legitimate business. Yeah. And that's basically the movie. Yeah. Uh, There's it's some Home dope. Alone in there as well. It's it's Home Alone with ninjas. Yeah. Which sounds great. And and yeah, it's honestly a trope that we should be carried more often. <laughs> I wish most movies were like it's another ninja Home Alone. I would argue that the first Ninja Turtles has an element of that, like when they break into April O'Neil's apartment and they're like fighting. The Foot Clan in uh, in the antique store downstairs, and then also Secret of the U's when they're fighting the Foot Clan in a shopping mall. It's all it's all the same stuff. Okay, the nineties. F in (laughs) nineties. So where do we begin with this, you guys? Should we right up top answer the question: Does it hold up? Or is that something that needs to wait to the end? I mean, I don't know if we can contain it, so it's up to you, but I have the answer ready. Okay. Let's let's ask Shanley, because you, you, you didn't grow up with this movie, right? I did not. Hmm. Um, I've only heard of it just because Jimmy said time and time again that this is one of his favorite movies growing up. So I've heard a lot about it, but I was not familiar with it um, previously. Okay, so this question is going to mean something a little bit differently to you then, but does it hold up? Does it hold up to what I've led you to believe about this movie? And and does what was acceptable (laughs) as entertainment in the 90s hold up to today? With a level of suspended judgment for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. Um, So never seen this movie before, but, you know, taking into account hearing testimony from Jimmy and others on how they love this movie and just like seeing this movie now thinking back with nostalgia kind of lens I think it holds up uh-huh. I it honestly I was pleasantly surprised well okay there are a lot of cheesy lines that like just are like wow I'm so glad that they said that and not like not cringy, even though they probably should be cringy. But it fits within but the atmosphere. It, huh? it fits. Okay. And I feel like I also was very surprised at how much fight choreography was going on. I feel like a lot of times with kids' movies, when they show fighting, it's just like a and punch, and the person falls over, like super exaggerated, mm. and that's it. And I feel like I did appreciate that there was more choreography. So I think overall, it um, to me, I, I don't know because I did not watch it as a young, a youngster. But I think it holds up. Hmm. Fascinating. Jimmy, you want to go next? Nope, you go next. I love this movie. Um, I grew up with three brothers. Or I was one of three brothers, and we assigned ourselves to these characters. I think I brought that up during the selection episode. Uh, it was formative to us growing up, but we rented all of them, watched all of them, loved all of them. Really? And, all four? Yeah. And I'm That's really crazy. Uh, ready to get into this because it does not hold up. 
Wow. It does not hold well, this was a hard watch for me. An extremely hard watch and I and I watched it twice. That's crazy. It does not hold up and you that's are heartbreaking. Wrong. It is heartbreaking to me. Uh, uh so I disagree. This movie definitely holds up. Does it? Yeah, this movie was Well, this awesome. should be an interesting conversation then. I loved this movie and I mean it's a kids movie, but like I had a great time with it. I think your kids had a good time watching it. It's they hard did. to tell with your daughter. She was I just mostly like... disappointed that there weren't enough girls in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt uh, an atmosphere in the room that I thought we were all not enjoying it. And I was enjoying not enjoying it together. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, no. This is like the opposite of the Muppet movie. Yeah, it must have been. It was. <laughs> yeah. And I was... I was disappointed to be dozing off the first time I saw it because I'm like, damn it, I'm going to have to rewatch this That's damn movie. That's hella funny. And then you're like, we can watch it when your kids are here. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I was excited to show them the movie. I wasn't excited to sit through it. Uh, I think I had a little bit of your steel syndrome watching mm. this movie because i had to watch it multiple times well hopefully we lose this recording <laughs> and we get to watch it again because that would be awesome no that wouldn't be awesome i think i think like for me i had asked you to remind me the website on which we watched it so that way i can watch like maybe the 30 to 45 minute bit that i'd missed and you suggested that we watch it when my kids come over. So I had to watch. I was disappointed to be like, no, I have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> I don't think I can turn my kids on and be like, hey, we're going to have a movie night tonight. We're going to watch a very specific 30 minutes <laughs> of this movie and then uh, bedtime. Bedtime for everyone. <laughs> but I'm excited to get into it then. Well, <laughs> we got some differing, differing opinions across the board here. I mean, we talked about trying to have a better structure for yeah, the podcast. Right. But... I don't know, man. I feel like we just have to be us. <laughs> we got to do us. I feel like we just got to dive into it. Okay. Let me just start by saying that it's a little on the nose for the first lines of the movie to be like, we trained with our Japanese grandpa. He's Japanese. And we trained with him. He taught us ninjutsu. We're white, but uh, our jam- our grandpa's Japanese. Actor, Chinese. I don't think they said that. It's like the first line of the movie. Oh, I know that like... <laughs> that, but I don't think they said we're white, but our grandpa's Japanese. <laughs> yeah, but it, you could hear it in the voice. It was in the inflections of the way they said Japanese. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I think only Rocky or the Matt said, <laughs> Screw you. Uh, said that. The other ones just interrupted him and corrected his grammar. If I understand correctly, their grammar was already dead at this point of the movie. I don't think they'd ever met their I grammar. I think she left the grandpa because he was a weirdo <laughs> yeah yeah kept that's hanging fair. out with his light up doll in the bushes <laughs> um, <laughs> okay this, let's let's just talk a little bit about this training montage at the beginning of the movie. i will agree that the like narration in the opening crawl was a little cringy i didn't like that as much i it, i mean I maybe it's like a little outdated i like the looseness of it though that that uh that ro- it felt Colts like them Tum-tum telling Tum-tum the story of their summer. Yeah, I was almost like picturing them around like a boombox recording it and them interrupting each other. I liked it. It was playful. That was good. But uh, this entire opening sequence 
of them doing their ninja training in the woods of probably California. Not a fan. Not a fan of any of that. So, yeah, so it opens with them doing the narration. Then it just cuts into them going through various, like, lessons with their grandpa. And just saying hiya over and over and again. They do overuse the, hey, like, kind of Even my daughter, my seven-year-old daughter goes, why do they keep saying that? (laughs) Because it's ninja noises. There's this, there's one, there's one in particular, and it's when, um... It's when Tum Tum is hovering down from the tree. When he jumps down from the tree very hi-ya. slowly. He, he, it's extremely unenthusiastic. It's, hi it's I don't like, think so. I really, it's, it's, I think you're exaggerating. No, Shanley, when Tum Tum <laughs> drops out of the tree. I'm just saying, it, that wait, one, wait, wait, wait. That Shanley one needs obligatory. to chime in here. Because I think you just wanted to hate this. I didn't want to hate it. I, I was think very, my heart deep was down breaking. I think that you've kind of been on this weird, like, <laughs> ethnic. You've been on this weird, like, ethnic thing lately. I feel like you talk about race a lot in the past couple weeks. And I feel like the fact that your first, like, statement is, we're white, we're white, and we have a Japanese grandpa, but he's Chinese, but we're white, and we're white ninjas. <laughs> no. It's like, oh, you went on to a weird ethnic thing right away. Well, I think, it, I think it's because I remembered in the movie that that their grandpa was was asian uh and i didn't remember them seeming asian at all and it felt like really um the lady doth protest too much that the first lines of the movie were like we train with our japanese grandpa it almost even seemed like it was dubbed in i mean to be fair to the movie they're white kids and they had to kind of cross that bridge yeah, yeah. somehow I, immediately <laughs> i feel like they had two choices they either cast a white dude to be the the grandpa which would be weird or they cast three japanese kids and a japanese old man to play the japanese family mm-hmm. and then i feel like it starts getting into kind of racist territory because i feel like this is made by like disney it's not Disney, but it is. Right. And if they're just like, okay, here's the idea. We're going to make a Japanese dude teaches Japanese kids how to be ninjas. And then they're going to like fight bad guys. I don't know. I feel like people might just be like, that's a little stereotypical. Like maybe, I don't know. Just it, it, why I'm, do the Japanese kids have to be ninjas? Is it, is this a setup for a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to get to the other side. Oh, uh, that works pretty good. I mean, not it doesn't, but it does. Shanley, I was saying that Tum Tum. Do you remember when the grandpa's driving up during their training montage? The grandpa's driving his convertible car through the woods, and Stupid. the the boys are running scattered around in the brush, and then. Tum Tum in all black ninja clothes drops down from a tree branch and says, do your best impression of it. What you remember him saying. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Do the enthusiasm that you think he did. Hi, yeah. Oh, like that? Interesting. No enthusiasm? Uh, I think he's so focused on his goal that he... I can hear it in my head right now. And he goes, hey Okay. There, Matt says he goes, hiya. 
It's like a hi <laughs> It's it's way more enthusiastic. Than well, maybe it's, it's not Tum Tums then, but it is somewhere around there. There is an obligatory unenthusiastic. Sure. Hi Somewhere in there, <laughs> there might be, but Tum Tums <laughs> is not the one because mm. he drops out of that tree and sets the tone for this whole assault on the grandma. Oh my gosh! Wait a That's, minute. What if Tum Tum is the one? Mm. Sorry, Shanley. What are you saying? Isn't like part of being a ninja like being s- sneaky not in this movie okay. no <laughs> okay. like i would say that that is like the capital thing of being a ninja is being sneaky and stealthy right. not in this movie though no they're all over the place they're walking fully upright not in shadows wearing all black when everything around them is, is <laughs> like earth tone they stand well, there's up. a couple in okay going all over the place and i know you said that's fine but they do demonstrate some attempts at stealth throughout the film. Because a ninja... Which were some of my favorite parts of the movie. Okay. But, yeah, in general, there's a pretty... When you're so powerful that you can defeat all of your enemies... You're speaking Then you don't experience. need... Yes. Okay. Then you don't need to use your stealth. Okay. Well, Only I've never certain times that, call for, sure. for it. Okay. So... Most of the time, they can walk around wearing whatever because they're like, I can beat up everyone here. Rule number one is never fight unless you're sure you can win. That seems like a terror, like a really bad thing to teach kids. I mean, I like it. <laughs> I like it. But, like, I just feel like a lot of these, these ninjaisms, like, not a lot of thought went into them, it seems. And, all- and then also light up the eyes. That's another thing. Uh-huh. To do. Coconut. <laughs> Coconut. Feel the air move <laughs> before it move because you are him. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's all of them. Yeah. That, that was one of my favorite parts of this movie. <laughs> uh, just talking all about this training montage, that stunt actor is so not the grandpa. <laughs> He's. I honestly, I know you made that comment both times that we watched this. He's so much thinner. I couldn't really see it. I was looking for it, and I was like, that looks like an old Asian man. (laughs) It doesn't, though. It looks like a young guy wearing the same clothes as the old man. With the same gut? He doesn't have a gut. He's much thinner. I don't know. I don't think there's an athletic young man (laughs) in the same clothes. I think it is. I think it is. Shanley... You have to be in this conversation because it can't just be me and Matt disagreeing on every scene of the movie. Yeah, that's with never no happened commentary. Before. Okay. The the stunt man who does could you tell that there was definitely a different body type when they were doing the grandpa's stunts versus when he was there? I couldn't tell. You, you so you, you never once were insane. you never once were like. That was definitely a different person. Like, you could infer it because it's like, I don't think that guy could do that. But you couldn't Actually, tell just by watching, like, oh, that's not him. I think there was one part where, like, the grandpa did, like, a flip. And it was like, yeah, that was a little too, like, smooth and, like. But so you, you didn't go, oh, he's thin and younger. You just thought that was very smooth. And I don't think he could do that. Yeah. It's like we were watching completely different movies. Yes, I, I agree. It, it, it was almost like a a parody action movie like i'm gonna get you sucker it was insanely <laughs> different like i feel like you guys need to re-watch those action sequences i watched it twice 
You were too in it. You, your heart deceives you. You were, you were too on board. No, dude. You need to make like a ninja and chop that board. So, I liked the montage. I thought that it was a little bit like cheesy, but it's a kids movie. It's gonna be cheesy, and they're summarizing like a whole Summer. summer's worth, oh, a whole summer's worth of training into just like a couple minutes. So they I, can't. Really I don't get- know. Mi- I feel like I'm being such a drag because I'm being so cynical, but it was just like, like also, I don't think nunchuck skills is just like how fast you can spin it to where someone you have an old man throwing. Well, I mean, fruit it's not, but they do like some like hand switching and not in that sides. training thing, dude. Well, throughout the movie, it's just Colt just spinning as fast as he can. Well, that's <laughs> well, that's well, actually, what he's doing there is pretty cool because he's not just spinning them fast; he's spinning them. But using them to deflect the tennis balls his grandpa's throwing at him. And he hits his grandpa with a tennis ball by hitting it with a nunchuck, which is dope. He's he, just spinning You're trying it like a fan. so hard. No, he's dude. He's keeping the momentum so he has the power. That's what you do. You swig <laughs> him because you're maintaining momentum in the nunchuck. And then when you hit it, it's he not just it. with a single swing. It's with the speed that's built up into one strike. He doesn't hit it. He deflects it because he he's hits got a, the, no, he's okay. He's got a fan of nunchucks in front of him. He's de- using them to intentionally nail his grandpa with a tennis ball. That's impressive. Shanley, he's going to be stubborn. Am I right? Like that was dope to take nunchucks and hit a tennis ball and hit Matt with it. That would, you'd be impressed if I could do that. Right. If I'm sitting here spinning this, you toss a tennis ball at me and I go bam and hit Matt with it. You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, I would be impressed. Three effing ninjas. <laughs> Is that the, just the chant? And also, in wait, this no, ch- admit that I'm right now. No, I completely disagree. You stubborn fool. Okay. And I want to go to the tape. And, and wanna- that was my favorite. That was Colt, me, not Samuel, you. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to say while we're here. One of the first notes that I have is Colt looks exactly like, um, what's her name? Damn it. The black lady that you know, the black actress from Halloween, (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. That's it. Did you guys know that Jamie Lee Curtis is (laughs) Did you know that Matt says that Jamie Lee Curtis is black? (laughs) I don't know why I was raised. (laughs) Say that. He told me that the other day. He's like. We were watching something. He's like, Jamie Lee Curtis is black. You know that, right? And I was like, no, she's not. He's like, yes, she is. And I was like, no, dude, she's not. Like, I can tell. I don't know why. And he's I was like, no, she, he's like, I, I thought she was like you, like a white passing black person. I'm like, not at all. There's no way there's black in her. And I looked it up and she's not black. It I was, shattered Matt's world. I was taught. Don't talk to strangers. Look both <laughs> ways before you cross the street. Jamie Lee Curtis is black and uh, had a count. Those okay. are the things I was taught in my house. And you you also blew my mind again with somebody else. Who is the other one that I said was black? Oh, <laughs> She's not oh black. Um, uh, the girl who's friends with Paris Hilton. Nicole, Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie <laughs> is adopted. She is not Lionel Richie's daughter. <laughs> So she was adopted by Lionel Richie, I, and but her like, dad's like Hispanic. I think it was like the same exact conversation. I was like, she's half black. And then 
hours later. And I was like, no, she's not. He's like, yeah, that's Lionel Richie's daughter. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, maybe. And then I looked it up. And I was like, I don't think so. And I was like, her dad's a Hispanic dude. And honestly, I don't know what to believe anymore. Is she, Jimmy half yeah. black? Like, is he actually? Yes. She would know. Checks out. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's like Colt looks like half black Jamie Doesn't Lee he Curtis. look like Jamie Lee Curtis? I, yeah. I kept freaking out. Colt looks exactly like Jamie Lee Curtis. I get that. Did you? Did it make you want to eat Activia and poop? No, but Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't do that either. <laughs> she sells Activia. Like, I don't think it's pronounced that way. What is it? I think it's Activia. Is it not half black Tivia? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Moving on. <laughs> and, okay. Also, in this training montage, why why are they also, like, soldiers? Like ninjas. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, I don't think ninjas do that. I mean, that's a pretty typical martial arts thing. Stand at attention and say yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, martial arts are mostly about discipline. I've done several different martial arts growing up, and almost all of them, there's some like. Sir, yes, sirring? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some places will make you say, like, sensei or something if it's a japanese art um a lot of jujitsu schools make you call the people professor because i guess in brazil that's like what you say to people what what do they make you call your 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 grand jujitsu what do you have to call him dave you have to call him dave Yes, yeah, it's, it's a professional courtesy. Huh. What's his actual name? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not allowed to know it. <laughs> you have to be a black belt to know his I guess, name. Yeah, okay. Uh, Anyways, um, so yeah, that's also uh, incorrect judgment on your part. What else do you have? Just the fact that he gives them new names. That was weird. Thank you. That's what the first note that I have that's like a cool thing that I wanted to go to. And I was like, Matt's going to drag us through some BS right now. You're going to tell me that's not dope? I literally wrote down three notes, okay? Throwing ninja stars at Grandpa, LOL. (laughs) Colt looks like JLC. Jamie Lee Curtis. Gotcha. And then my third note is ninja names are so dope. I want that ninja naming ceremony in my life. I want someone to be like, here's a hand-painted mask for you. Well, damn it, let's try it right now. On your day of names. And I want someone to be like, dude, you are like sexy and mysterious like a panther. Your new name is Panther Boy. (laughs) And then they give me a mask that kind of looks like a panther and I wear it all the time. (laughs) Okay. You know, just throwing that out there. Whatever you guys want to give me. But like, that would be a cool one. But whatever you guys come up with is cool too. Hmm. Do you want a ninja name your husband? Oh, okay. Oh, this is what we should have done. <laughs> Instead of saying which characters are we, we should have given us each well, other. We're, we're twice renamed names. at this point. So I've gone from Matt to begrudgingly Rocky, and now mm. I'm being thrice. But then refined. now we're saying that you're not a ninja because you don't respect any of the heritage or the training. So now you're just back to Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're. You're Sam. <laughs> Shanley, you are... Or Jimmy, do you want a ninja name? You're Shanley? I want all of us to ninja name. Okay. 
My ninja name for Shanley is Panda, for she sleeps frequently and maybe has to sometimes choose between whether she's going to sleep or eat and find physical sustenance and has a hard time deciding <laughs> between one and the other. Yeah. Okay. That's my ninja name for Shanley. All right, Shanley, now you do me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I'm going to do anything better than pickled baby ginger. And I, it really makes me But why? Upset. Give me a good reason. <laughs> She's just putting pieces of pickled ginger <laughs> on your skin. <laughs> like Hannibal Lecter. I Lecture. think Sean is pickled baby ginger. <laughs> you're, you're pickled adult ginger. Yeah. <laughs> pickled Mr. Ginger. Something pickled. Mr. Pickled Ginger. <laughs> I don't even like pickles. <laughs> this is bullshit. You're crazy. All right, this sucks. Let's cut all this. All right, your so, ninja name, Jimmy, is Fire. Hmm? Crotch. <laughs> I right. tried to give you a dope name. She's the one who's... <laughs> I ruined it. Okay, so the naming ceremony. Is that cool? Oh, no, no, no. The naming, the day of names ceremony is what it's called. And it is cool. I want to know what your problem is for not liking it. But it is cool. It is undeniably cool that they earn a level of, like, achievement and are given these masks that aren't just a thing that this dude came up with. But he has his mask from his day of names that's also there. And like he's like, this is what we do, man. And now you're a ninja, and you get all this cool ninja shit. Or is the the mask that he said that like I've had these this for generations? Is that one the one that's his? Or yeah, because that... why else would you just bring that one out? I I thought out of the masks that he was giving the kids, there were ones that that he's had for a really long time. No, the red and black one is his. Oh, I see. Because I was like. When, later on in the movie, when Colt paints his all white, I'm like, dude, that's things like 40 years old. No, <laughs> I don't think it's 40 years old, but it is still heartbreaking because now it's just a plain white mask that you could buy at like Didums or something. <laughs> I I don't want to sound like that guy, but whitewashing, I guess. Of his mask. See what I mean? This is what you. This is what you've been like for a while now. Okay. So wait, Shanley, you need to be a tiebreaker here. Matt's all up his butt about the day of name ceremony. No, let me. I think it's super cool. Shanley, what do you? I think? didn't say I didn't think it was. You cool. started off saying that it was stupid. That was like the first thing you said. No. Shanley, wait, just zip it. We had enough out of you. Shanley, <laughs> what do you think about it? And then Matt will rebut. So I yeah, do you think... butt, and then I'll rebut. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I think it's cool that they had to earn. And then, like, they earn their name, and then it's something that's, like, personalized for them. But I do feel like it was uh, very cringy, that age period of someone showing up at school saying, Hey, guys, my <laughs> name is uh, this now. And it everyone's like, yeah, now. okay. You have to call me Dragon. <laughs> well, you have to call me Nighthawk. Yeah, it's like, uh, no, that's not happening. Are the masks themselves cool? I was so indifferent about the masks. I like wow. it because it was part of the ceremony, but on their own, I didn't wow. care for them. Okay. Tripping. 
So I like the masks. I didn't mind the ceremony. I like their ninja names better than their normal names. What I the the part that I can't separate from the day of names is later on when he sees Emily and Emily goes, "Did I hear that your new name is Rocky?" And he goes, "It's just a new name my grandpa gave me," which is the weirdest dialogue that's ever existed in any I movie. love it, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest thing for somebody to say all bashfully. It's just the new name my grandpa I gave mean, me. I think it fits. I think it makes complete sense, dude. It, I think that one of the strengths of this movie is how much sense it how, like <laughs> It does make sense, first off. And the dialogue is like spot on for how awkward like preteen kids are. The adults speak pretty awkwardly in this movie. I didn't say the adults speak well. I said the preteen kids are on point. I think that like that makes he's he is kind of proud of his cool new name, but he also knows I'm a freaking dork for this and should probably have a little bit of shame about it. And I think that's all correct. Like it is cool and it's hella dorky. And so there's like an appropriate balance there. I like it. Plus he likes this girl. So he's like awkward about it, like everything with her. I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah, okay. checks out. All right. So what I want to talk about is while we're still at the grandpa's, um, the like. Mm, I guess it's not. Are we talking about enter the villain? Yeah. So should we start there? Yeah, let's go. I have things to say about him. Okay. So we'll loop back to or, the, Oh, we got to do the bust, huh? I mean, so that's why. Do we go yeah, chronological or do we stay with the grandpa's house? Let's, let's do the go, grandpa's house version of it and then we'll, we'll double Then we'll back. just talk about the bad yeah. guys in general. Yes. Okay. Okay. So when the bad guy shows up to proposition the grandpa to train <laughs> his like men. That, <laughs> that is exactly what he's doing. What is a grandpa like you doing <laughs> in a cabin like this? Um, I mean, that's basically what he do. Does. You live around here, yeah. So, live in that cabin. <laughs> so they show up. Oh, one thing that we didn't talk about is when the boys are making um breakfast. Like, I don't think it's breakfast. Maybe it is. There's steamed rice. So you know, could be. Could be. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but their uh, Tum Tum is wearing a chef hat and is flinging scoops of steamed rice across the house. Where Rocky is catching it into different bowls. I like that. It does seem fun. It's one of those things that, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, that's cool. And as an adult, I'm like, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt that was where I was like, okay, I'm perceiving this movie differently now. Why are we on the opposite sides of everything? Because I did like that part. I didn't dislike it. I was just aware, like, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> um, so the bad guy shows up. So the bad guy shows up in, like, a limo. But also with, like, ten ninjas. Yeah. So that was a crowded limo. <laughs> the whole bunch of ninjas with swords, fully, like, garbed up with their faces covered, wearing weird goggles. Yeah, why did they wear goggles, the ninjas? I wrote that down several <laughs> times in my notes. Like, seriously, what the hell they're is like up with these goggles? They're, like, safety goggles. Yeah, they're, like I mean, they're, goggles. they're, like, they're not even that, though, because they're just, like, a bubble. It's, like, <laughs> there's not, like, an edge or, like, a rim to it. Huh. They're just like a domed glass, like a dome, a domed glass, <laughs> um, 
like protruding from the opening in their fabric okay. around their head. That's odd. It's very weird. Um, <laughs> I guess it's like to protect. Well, I think it practically like they're playing nerf. They're working with a bunch of children swinging around swords and metal and stuff. Yeah. And so practically, maybe they were just like, "Hey, you're fighting a bunch of kids." just wear the goggles like we have to we can't have someone's eye get stabbed out during this sure but i don't know what justification in the universe of like the film we could come up with okay so they show up they surround the grandpa and then there's like a the the grandpa's like don't fight the ninjas ninja boys Hmm. and the ninja boys are like yeah and like go fight all the ninjas and I think that scene is dope. I, love I the am on board fight. for the scene. But, damn it, I'm so bad at this. The way they know that the bad guy showed up is because there's a mask on the wall <laughs> with red light bulbs in the eye holes that light up as like a intruder alert kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So the grandpa also has some background, I guess, in like tech. Yeah. His house, mm-hmm. his house is a, a little bit like it was designed by Sparky. From Kinda, steel. yeah. I mean, only he, in that one way, but yes. Yes. <laughs> and that it's a little junky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he lives in a cabin in the woods by himself, and then he has somewhere a, like, trip for a red light alarm on a mask. And, oh, I guess there's two ways, but they're both kind of the same idea. He also has a, a techie <laughs> training dummy that lights up. That, like isn't plugged into anything is it battery powered so so it's kind of like a like a fashion like dummy like it's like a fabric like a like a a white fabric mannequin kind of thing that's really weird shaped um and it has no pants but it has a half yellow plaid half black it's kind of scarecrowy yeah and then And then a weirdo, like a, a weird bow tie. Um, yeah, who are they fighting? <laughs> and then it has like an angry face drawn on it with a red Sharpie with like <laughs> scar, like stitched up scar areas. Not stitching. This but is like, like drawn on clown with, like, is what he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And if you hit him in the right like point pressure points kind of his things. eyes light up red and then it dings but they're like scattered all <laughs> over it's like the shoulder and like halfway up the sternum and then the wiener <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a few other places this is very, billy the butcher style it's like that's uh-huh. a kill that's a kill yeah that would be funny to cut those together <laughs> it would <laughs> Ding, that's a kill. <laughs> so, so yeah, he does have, like, an unnecessary amount of technology in this weird doll dummy thing. It's very, like, con- like specific use. It's a lot of effort into something. Especially because it's not even anatomically correct. Yeah. And it's, like, a weird height. I think it's shorter than the grandpa. And, and it's already the shortest adult by And it's, far like, hanging from its shoulders. So it's sort of, like, swinging almost like a pinata. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very strange. You can practice this for an hour. And then we'll talk about it later. Yeah, this is the most important thing you're going to learn in the whole movie. <laughs> Do this for an hour. And then it's only Tum Tum kicking it in the wiener. And that's it. That's all he does. Shanley? <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's the most important move. Um, before it moves. So the <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was on board for this fight because in this the fight, the bad like, guy shows up with his henchman. Yeah, yeah, but because, uh, like Shanley said, there's some choreography in this, and it is slapstick kid stuff. There's people getting hit in the balls, and then like a flower pots breaking on people's heads. But it's in this scene that it's like clearly these kids actually do martial arts because they're doing some pretty sweet kicks, and I was I was go for that. Uh, yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised by um, Rocky. how like in- entertaining the fight scenes were. Mm. Because I've been critical of a lot of movies' fight scenes as like we've gone through this podcast. There's a lot of stuff that just seems silly. And a lot of like people waiting for the other person to do something. And this movie didn't have as much of that as you would expect. Especially yeah. because it's always adults fighting children, <laughs> so it's like you think there'd be a lot more like shenanigans, and there's it's pretty restrained. Hmm. It's all pretty reasonable. Yeah, I I think that was that's pretty good in this. Yeah, uh, I was, Ro- I was Ro- happy. the kid who plays Rocky in particular, I think, has some pretty dope spin kicks. It it gets progressively a little bit worse the younger the younger they get. But uh, yeah, I think Colt and Rocky are pretty decent. Tum Tum, he knows he knows how to kick a pair of nuts, and that's the as we said, that's all you need. Oh, I actually just realized I have a theory for the goggles. Oh, geez. Skimming back through my notes, I said, "Why do all the henchmen wear these weird goggles?" So maybe because part of the ninja training is to throw chili powder in each other's eyeballs all the time. Is that something that they do later on? They do it that is. several times throughout this movie. Chili powder? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't noticed. The, the, oh, right, right in the Home Alone the, sequence. That happens they multiple do that, times? They do that to the, the burglar kidnappers. So, so anyways, we were talking about them. the fight scene. We all liked the fight scene. There's a lot of fighting. I have a note. Um, I thought that Grandpa reminded me of Yoda because he was little. And like wise and then surprisingly agile. Mm. Yes. So I stand by. And he that. has a walking stick, does he not? Does he? Who? Grandpa. No. No walking stick. No. Okay. Carrying he on. He just has the the stick to point out where to hit the dummy. Which I know we already covered that, but I did write down. When the hell did the grandpa make this light up dummy? <laughs> <laughs> It's a Bastion Brawler. <laughs> Did you have Bastion Brawlers growing up? I don't even know what that is. It was a it was a wrestling toy where it was a stuffed animal and like it, you would like pull a part of it and, and Macho Man Randy Savage would go, "Ow, my arm!" or "You're breaking my nose!" Oh my god, this sounds familiar. What's it called? <laughs> Bastion Brawler. And it was like a life size kind of like doll it, thing, right? It's not life size. I would say it's like about like. Oh my god. Life size for like a kid. It's it's even smaller for no? a kid. It's like okay. half the size of a kid and like the proportions are really weird. It's kind of I think I <laughs> definitely had one of these. Wow. That's crazy. That I forgot one. about that. It's like a like picture of a face <laughs> and then like printed on like fat on like on flat like fabric and then stretched over. Yeah, it's very weird. 
that was a uh, that talking about jingle all the way Christmas gifts. That was one for me. I got that bad boy. That's hilarious. <laughs> you had one of these? I definitely did. Did yeah. you have? I think Macho I had the one man I showed well? you. I had Macho Man. Is that who that is? <laughs> I don't think that's who that is. It is. Or it's no, supposed to be. This one is um, Randy Savage. I think that that's another generation. Oh, you know what? That kind of I I don't know which one I had. Both I feel like I can't tell which one I had. I, I think the other one is supposed to be Hulk Hogan. Oh, maybe it's just bad, <laughs> just bad quality. That's what that is. That's Hulk Hogan right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had Randy Savage. That's hella funny. I'm pretty sure I had Hulk Hogan. Oh, the Kevin Nash one is rough. Oh, no, you know what? This is the Randy Savage one that I had. It looks like both of the ones that you showed. It's Weird. a different Randy Savage yeah. one. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like the same design. It really it's, is. That looks exactly the same as the one. It says different it's stuff on it. Though. Similar. Oh, okay. You know, because I remember the arm tassels. Mm, how could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remembers their first arm tassels. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what the dummy he is. I could have lived the rest of my life not knowing <laughs> that I had one of these. That's insane. That's that's why we come here. Wow. All right, see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grandpa has his own bash and brawler. Wow, good call. Man. That was great. I'm I'm blown away right now. Okay, so anyways, the Bad ninja guy. fight. Um, Grandpa kind of sucks during the ninja fight. Like, the boys kick some ass, mm-hmm. and the grandpa fights, like, two or three guys and is not doing great with it, right? Yeah. I mean, he I, wins. I think he's distracted. In comes I mean, this. he doesn't even go anywhere. The kids are running all over the property. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're in the house. They're out of the house. They're in the backyard. They're jumping over tables, swinging shit around. Like, they're crazy. And the grandpa just stays in the same area and is fighting a couple dudes and struggling with it. Is it not like a master splinter thing where he's just very poised and they're in there? I don't think so. Hmm. It doesn't feel like he's outclassing them, which I think is what it should be. When they inevitably reboot this franchise, <laughs> yeah, definitely. that's what they should do is like, it should be clear that he's like, it should be like Neo at the end of the matrix when he's just like not even looking and mm. he's like blocking their punches and stuff. With the yeah. That's what it should be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you uh, could see that on the recording. Uh, I'll do it again. So you can see it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they like saw that. This t- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've seen the matrix, you know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably cut me saying this, but just real quick, that is still like one of the most cool things ever. That end scene when he's just like, no, leg. and like turns around mm-hmm. and is just like, all right, I'm just going to confront these fools. So dope. Hmm. We should have watched that. Let's watch that. All right. We'll <laughs> be back right after we watch The Matrix. The Matrix, one of the most <laughs> successful sci-fi movies of all time. <laughs> Does it hold up? All right. So in we're going to talk about Snyder, mm-hmm. a character that was definitely inspired by Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, they yeah. almost certainly wrote it for him. <laughs> know, like, and he was hey. like, no. <laughs> no like, we're going to get Seagal for this. Even in 1992, Seagal was like, yeah. nah. <laughs> they tried to get, um, was it Pat Morita? 
<laughs> yeah, for the grandpa. Pat yeah. Morita for the grandpa and Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal for Snyder. And they both were like, nah. <laughs> the, the funny thing <laughs> is we were going to watch Surf Ninjas, which has Rob Schneider. But instead we watched Three Ninjas, which has Snyder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's something Schneider. to that. <laughs> Roy, Roy Scheider, isn't it? Uh, he's weird. Yeah, so let's go ahead and cut to his introduction. So this guy pulls up and he's waiting for Grandpa. We had already met him. He's in a warehouse selling a missile. To a, uh, a white guy in brown face. Yeah, a white guy oh, sure. wearing like a weird like suit, but with like a chic kind of like United Arab Emirates looking thing how do i just say this in a way that's not racist it is racist in the movie well yeah Yeah. it's they're they're the racist yeah not me being unable to explain it correctly but he's like a a head dressing kind of thing Mm -hmm. they know you guys know (laughs) you know what we're talking about (laughs) he's got big bushy mustache and fake teeth and he had a a terrible accent. accent that i can't even tell what he's going for but he did say my country he did say that yeah and i'm like your what tree he shows up with a white limo driver uh, and is has a briefcase filled with money for Snyder in exchange for missiles. Snyder goes like, oh, cool. And then does like like the like praying hands, like hands like mm-hmm. pressed against each other and then gives a and like elbows a wooden okay. crate I have to reveal a missile hidden. <laughs> That was like great. A, like a uh, small, like a one foot long little missile. <laughs> Can you read this in my notes? Not from there. It no. says elbow to the crate full of rockets. <laughs> <laughs> full of rocket. <laughs> yeah, that's more accurate. And and fuzz. It's a rocket with fuzz. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wrote something similar. I just said breaking the box with the missile in it. LOL. <laughs> Racist Arab missile purchase. LOL bow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Shanley, was that cool to you? I mean, So no. I, Matt and I both, I think, kind of knew this was going to happen, <laughs> even if we didn't remember, which I did. But um, did you ha- did you see that coming? I did not. There was Were no, you like, whoa? <laughs> I was not prepared. I, I saw the ninjas, you know, the kids training to be ninjas, but I wasn't expecting that this, you know, finely dressed gentleman to just bust out some moves like that. Mm-hmm. So, Were you impressed? Uh, I mean, it was more of impressive. Like, oh wow, he really went there more than like <laughs> that <laughs> was the impressive. Co- <laughs> yeah, the, you like the commitment to the, the bit. Yes. <laughs> you know, you oftentimes so cool. buy Fuji apples in crates. I do. Uh, Jimmy, this is a great opportunity for you to. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if he planned to do that, or if it was just like an impulse move, like. <laughs> Did he You're go like about the character or the actor? The character. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not that, I mean, it would be really cool if the actor uh, improvised you know, that. But I wonder it? if the character was like, "All right, so I got to make sure this guy knows who he's dealing with. I'm gonna pack the crate with this weird soft wood lid so that I can just yeah surprise elbow to the box. It's made of cork. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I mean. If he just, like, on the fly did that, then he's a lot crazier. It would be so embarrassing if that crate didn't break. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know what? 
I think that proves that he planned that that would happen. Yeah. Because he didn't, like, if he was just like, oh, I don't even know what kind of wood this is. Like, <laughs> I might not be able to break that. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Just broke his elbow. He's going to cast the rest of the movie. Someone get a pry bar. <laughs> I mean, this is so unbearable. I'm so sorry. Take one of your stacks of monies back. That was great. So anyways, he does is that. It, is it the real deal, this real deal? Is it a real deal or no deal? Why do you do that? <laughs> so he he shows off the missile and then the fake Middle Eastern dude is like, I'm actually an FBI dude. He says something like, the special thanks from the people of my country, the USA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it isn't that, which it might not be, it it's just as, as good. It's the it's same something thing. like that. It's like, oh, damn. That's a fair representation regardless of how accurate it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a little cringy. But, you know, whatever. Here you were thinking I was a... It is fun whatever. thinking that, like the villain and the FBI are like having this much fun in like their like confrontations, you know, there's that theatrical both, both sides. Cause it's just, it's like they're, everyone's having a good time. That's what I'm happy about. That's important. Yeah. You gotta keep it light. Snyder starts laughing and he's like, Oh, surprise. I love surprises. (laughs) And it's like doing this weird performative laughing. And then says the FBI, and as he does that, ninjas are sliding down from ropes in the ceiling to get behind the FBI that have all just announced themselves. Yeah, and so it's like the FBI these, are surrounded. Yeah, the FBI is surrounded by ninjas with swords, and then they all just knock out every single FBI agent in the room. Except for the limo driver, who has actually the three ninjas' dad, Samuel Senior, and so it's basically him. And then what's um? I have his name written down. It's uh, Pinky. Is it Sam Senior? <laughs> is that the dad's name? Yeah, his name's Sam. Sam Senior, and is that his henchman's name, Pinky? That's what you kept calling him. Because he's Pinky from Next Friday. I'm overusing henchman. He's not a henchman. He's just like. <laughs> Sidekick partner, or, yeah, partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Pinky from Next Friday. Yes, that's crazy. I didn't know that's what you were saying. Wow, Shaylee, do you know Next Friday enough to know who Pinky is? I do not. He's a pimp, <laughs> and he owns a CD store. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a crazy Which Jerry curl and like a surprisingly realistic Cadillac. like. A pimp and you own a CD store? Like, yeah, yeah. That, no, that checks out. So, Sam Sr. and his partner, Thanks. Pinky, um, Pinky. <laughs> they chase down Snyder all through this warehouse. Uh, Snyder gets away from him for a second, opens up the briefcase, turns out, uh-oh, it's fake monies. Damn. It's like maybe one real money and then a bunch of, of fake money. in the middle of it and he's all mad and i think he throws it at somebody (laughs) i think he like hits someone in the head with like a stack of fake money and now eric's Um, secretary is in a (laughs) coma it's like that yeah so he runs out he gets onto the roof uh sam senior busts through the door and is like i got you snyder and he's like 
Sorry. Uh, I'd love to stay fly. in chat, but I gotta fly. <laughs> and is like doing crazy laughter again. And then jumps onto a rope ladder hanging, hanging from, from a, a helicopter, helicopter that like flies not from like a helipad on the roof, but from somewhere else. Yeah. Just goes up the side of the building <laughs> so he can jump onto it. And then it's, takes off. If this goes if this goes wrong, you guys, I want you to be ready for me to give a dope exit. <laughs> I'll lead him up to the roof. <laughs> you, you leave that to me. And then he just like grabs onto the rope ladder and just like has a stare down with Sam Senior as he flies as he away. away. <laughs> the they ladder. could have shot him. He didn't. Yeah, I mean, they shoot at him and it doesn't hit him. But he's just and they show him pretty far away from the building. Still, just <laughs> he didn't climb at all. He's just no. dangling. At the bottom of the rope ladder. <laughs> I mean, as a villain, I feel that's like power kind move. Of, yeah, just like he fears nothing. Yeah, it, I mean, it really sets the tone. It's like, <laughs> I'm a psychopath. <laughs> um, I do like that he laughed every time he had an audience. Yeah, he's a real Drax type, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm. Xander Drax. Yeah, he sure was. He had <laughs> shades of Xander. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Do they show him like actually stepping onto the ladder? Because I feel like that would be an awkward mounting. I think it's a cut, right? I think it does cut. Can you picture him like doing catching it? I think he would have to like it. jump off the building because the helicopter like pops up. That's definitely the cooler way to show it. But if they didn't show it, that's not what he I did. I mean, did the helicopter like? <laughs> shift over a little bit and then he goes huh? and then okay he definitely yeah. did like a reaching grab 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 because the cause the ladder is flowing in the wind finally got a hold of it and then stepped on and did then, he have the missile no because pinky says that we got everything and sam senior who's just a little bit too involved with his work you know yeah not giving enough time and attention to his kids he's like we got nothing I want Snyder, Pinky. Yep. So, that bus did not go well. I mean, according to the rest of the FBI, it went pretty well. But do you think they arrested all of those ninjas in the warehouse? No, I think these ninjas probably got away. Wow. Because they knocked out, like, all the FBI (laughs) and then left. Huh. They were probably all in that helicopter. (laughs) It's a clown car situation. I mean, that's what they did in the the limo. limo. I think they all knocked out the FBI. They all got in the helicopter. And then they immediately went to his limo to drive to the grandpa's house. Maybe we're just really underestimating these ninjas. We're underestimating underestimating the sneakiness. sneakiness. Yeah. For sure. It'd be really fun if it wasn't a rope ladder, but it was like a a trapeze chain of ninjas. (laughs) (laughs) Like a barrel of monkeys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I wish that was the case. But then the summer is over. They go back to the suburbs singing a really violent uh, playground song about murdering a teacher. And um, and then the, the kids, they have to live normal suburban life with these uh, skills under their, and you'll excuse the expression, under their belt. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they're running through, like, all of the difficulties of being a child in the 90s. We're talking crushes. We're talking bike problems, homework, bullies, these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. 
and absentee fathers. That's the main one. Wow. That's the trope of all these '90s kids movies. <laughs> Every, There's really always a workaholic movie, dad, right? It like this movie would have been fine without that dynamic. <laughs> But they're like, well, there's a there's a dad in the movie. Could he be a little obsessive with his work? I, I mean, it's just I it's, guess so. If you have a kids <laughs> '90s movie, it has yeah. That's what it has to be. It has to be like, oh my god, what's so important at work that dad has to go do? They, there's always a line like, "Is dad coming home?" Or <laughs> this movie's line it. like that was, "Who is this bad guy anyway?" Open up that file. He's on the first page of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. Here, his dad works for the FBI. He leaves a case file on the, on the top of his desk, and his mom's like, "Yeah, sure, have a look at it." This guy who's like the number one criminal in the world. Yeah. Not assuming that there's like graphic pictures of all of his murders in there. <laughs> she lets her her ten year old just look at this case file. That's great. Yeah, and I mean, just after seeing how your kids like are with keeping things organized i can't think of a worse thing to do and <laughs> be like all right yeah go ahead and look through my work stuff even if it's not that serious yeah, but, but things will be missing or have drawings on them video game characters drawn on them. <laughs> you know their mom is really sympathetic toward them uh she says really deep things like uh you think being a ninja is hard try being a mom so I mean, it is the toughest job in the world. Being a ninja? Being a mom. Thanks, Shanley. You're welcome. Thanks for what you do. You're all of our mom. <laughs> so treat her right. <laughs> M is for the, I don't know the words. The moans and the groans that you went through when I was born. <laughs> so treat her right. Uh, so the kids, we, we, go, we follow them to school. They're with... Uh, the neighbor girl Emily, and one might say that Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. This is one of my favorite Tum Tum parts, where uh, they're having their awkward hello between mm-hmm. Rocky and Emily, and Tum Tum's hiding under their luggage in the back seat of Grandpa's car. Did you guys get a kick out of that? I did. I feel like I, you, I th- being an older sibling. Must have related to that a little bit. Just hanging out watching my siblings make a fool of themselves? I thought more the opposite. Like being the older sibling and having your younger siblings be annoying around you. Lurking, (laughs) watching watching what you're doing. Yeah. Hmm. Matt, was that you? I don't don't know. I'd like to think so. You never spied on your older brothers? I don't think so. I think I was busy talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm feeling old. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I didn't understand. I, I thought that Tum Tum was like in the duffel bag, like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. He was underneath the luggage, is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, that's. It was like a big, because it's got all his ninja stuff in it. Uh-huh. It's like swords and stuff in there. Just a big bag. <laughs> so he's just tucked underneath it watching. His brother talked to his lady friend. Putting his Mac down. No. No? Rocky has no game. I mean, there's one girl he's interested in. She's clearly interested in him. He's not interested in her. I have it on decent authority that Rocky loves Emily. You already said that. And 
he doesn't. He's just like too busy doing homework to talk to her. Attraction can be very complicated. And sometimes you have to prioritize your responsibilities over it, but that that doesn't mean that you don't have deep, deep, deep feelings. I have literally never picked homework over talking to Shanley. That's love. That is. I've also never picked homework over talking to you, Matt. In fact, I have many times picked talking to you over you doing homework. Yeah, you have. <laughs> is this when... So, Colt has uh, free reign to, to look over this FBI file. Mm-hmm. And then does he go up and ask his brothers, like, is Grandpa a bad guy? Yeah. So, this is where I think when I was a kid, I didn't like Colt. Because he really jumps to conclusions, Matt. He is like immediately. Sorry, that was good. Jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah, thank you. Um, he's immediately like, oh my God, like here's this picture of. Because they were asking at Grandpa's house the same picture. It's the Grandpa, maybe their Grandma, and Snyder. But in the Grandpa's one, it's like folded over or cut off. Mm, the so old parent a, trap trick. Just a weird white hand on his shoulder. So they see the full picture in their dad's file. And so he shows, uh, Colt shows his brothers and is like, Grandpa might be a bad guy. He's not a bad guy, is he? What? Huh? Hmm. Um, and I really don't like that Colt is so quick to be like, oh yeah, the dude that we've known our whole lives who's like been our homie. He's like, <laughs> or been our day one. Like he's, he's a bad guy. It's pretty whack. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay down with your crew, Colt. But you're Colt. Can you find yourself in that sort of conundrum? Hell no. You're always down. Yeah, I mean, I'd be stoked if my grandpa was a bad guy. (laughs) I would like my grandpa a lot more if I found out that this whole time he's been an evil ninja missile salesman. (laughs) Like, yo, let's get in on this family business. Evil ninja missile salesman. You got to be a multi-threat these days. Triple threat. Triple threat guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Snyder's got quite the long resume there. Shanley, before we move on too far, as a mom, I wonder if you felt differently about things than you might have a few months ago. But when the boys are going into the house, the dad says to Colt, Jeffrey, kiss your mother. And they go in, they all say hi to her. Tum Tum doesn't kiss her, but the other boys do. Tum Tum says he's starving and to let go of him as he runs in. Um, but uh, Jeffrey Colt walks in. My name is Jeffrey. And uh, he says hi, he kisses her. He's kind of grouchy. And she says, hey, I think you're going to be a great ninja warrior. Is that the kind of mom you're going to be? Did you, like, resonate with that? Like, look at her being supportive. I mean, part of me is like, yeah, that's nice to be supportive of your kids' ambitions. But also, you haven't seen your kids all summer. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'd hope for a little more warmth and affection or, you know. Do you think something. that Sean's going to be a great ninja warrior? I do. He's going to be the best ninja warrior. Hell yeah. He does come off rather sneaky. Yes. And 
his energy begins and ends with his tummy, which is part of it. Hmm. Tummy time. That's what the grandpa says when he names Tum Tum. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, so next up, if we're going chronological, is the henchman. But I kind of think we shouldn't. I think we should deal with the boys' summer, like, home life. Not home, summer life. They're, like, back to school situation. And then just do all the kidnapper stuff together. Because even though it's split up a little bit, mm-hmm. it's just weird, right? Yeah, let, let's talk about the bullies. Because really, this is all I've wanted to talk about since we okay. watched the movie. Okay. Do you want to lead in with that? There's bullies. So the boys are back home. They're getting back into their regular white suburban life. Mm. And they're dealing with homework and loving Emily and going to bed on time, stuff like that. They have um, they have an intruder alert in their bedroom. They sure just do. Just like their grandpa. Um, I mean, we I think when we're going through the home alone step part of it, we can go over all of their house, which has got levels of craziness to it. Sure does. Um, but they... They get up in the morning. They're going to uh, school. They ride their bikes to school. And Very cool. Emily, Rocky's possible lady friend, um, lives like right next door to them. So they all ride their bikes to school together. Causing shenanigans on the way there. Also practicing sweet jumps. Yeah, they're hitting some sweet dirt jumps. And Emily can't keep up. And I love the the younger brother's reaction. What does it say? Because they, uh, um, Rocky goes, wait, where's Emily? And they're like, who cares? And then <laughs> uh, I think Colt says, who cares? And then Tom Tom's like, yeah, who cares? She's slow. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like again, for Tom Tom being like fourth grade or something like that. That's like the perfect answer. <laughs> like he's just finding his like confidence. He's keeping up with his older brothers. He's all excited. And it's just like, leave the girl. Who cares? She's bumming us out. She's like, <laughs> she's <laughs> not on our level. We're just hitting these sweet jumps. We've I'm riding with the older brothers. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. He's just like trying to keep the energy up, keep the hype going. Hmm. But Rocky's nether regions lead him back to go find where <laughs> to, Emily is. To- other regions yep uh and we find the school bullies led by doughboy from boys yep. in the Hood. and some weird white kid in like a black baseball jersey yeah the the, the, the bullies that you yeah you're picturing <laughs> um, cartoon bullies but the snapback led, hats led by doughboy and um, <laughs> so so this fascinates me they're stealing emily's bike just to finish my thought. yeah they're stealing her bike and so Doughboy is in this movie, which means this kid who acted was in Boys in the Hood and also in Three Ninjas. Like that, the audition process or the his representation fascinates me that he got into both movies. I mean, also, it is cool that he's on both sides of of childhood things being stolen from kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You even what is it? What's the line from Boys in the Hood? His daddy gave him that ball. Man, his daddy gave him that ball. <laughs> he said that about her bike, which was really good. Her, he said her daddy gave her that bike. <laughs> so Doughboy's shirt. Did you guys see his shirt? 
He has the best shirt of any shirt history. Go ahead. He has a shirt that says awesome in all caps <laughs> American Pitbull Terrier and it's got a pitbull on it. That's hilarious. It's the weirdest <laughs> damn shirt that's ever existed. And he's the school bully like he leads this group of bullies. He likes to steal bikes from kids and he wears this shirt advertising a specific breed of dog. And the early to mid nineties was like the peak of like anti pit bull propaganda, not the rapper. The dog breed. <laughs> Where it's like they were like the like evil like so, hood dog. So this is how this is how he expresses yeah. His rebellion. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any possibility he's the same character? Do you think he's Doughboy in this movie? I think so, yeah. This is like where his dad lives? His dad lives in the suburbs? Uh, you know what? It can't be because he goes to jail. Doughboy was a grown man in the 90s. Oh. Damn it. I know. So close. <laughs> You still trying to think if there's yeah, a way? Yeah, I'm trying to make it work. What if, what if he fell through a wormhole? <laughs> you know what? There's one place I do want to visit, Mr. Genie. It's the suburbs of California. And I'm about to run this place. Awesome pit American Pitbull Terrier. So, so weird. It is very <laughs> weird. But, and he has like a POW hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, the um, wardrobe department's awesome. And also... I mean, all- I did love... So Shanley, you got to get back in for the kids' outfits part of this, but... So basically, this is in two scenes that might as well be one scene, but the, the boys go back, and they see the bullies, like, have taken Emily's bike, but they're not there when the bullies are taking her bike. Emily gets mad that Rocky had to, like, show off with his brothers hitting the bike jumps and riding all fast. Mm-hmm. And so it's his fault that because her bike he's got stolen a show because off. he's a show off, which is mm. not fair. She's <laughs> slow and a bummer. Um, but then they confront the bullies at school, maybe at lunch or after school or whatever. American um, pit bullies, maybe? No. <laughs> um, absolutely not. <laughs> so anyways... They challenge the bullies to a basketball showdown. If the bullies win to 10 points first, they get to take Colt and Rocky's bikes also. If Rocky and Colt get 10 points first, they get Emily's bike back. And Rocky says, okay, fine. You guys get the ball first and you get a nine point lead. Wow. What a show off. Um, and so then him and his Caucasian and allegedly Japanese brother <laughs> fight two or not fight play against two much taller, older kids in basketball with a nine at a 10 point lead. It, it ends up being nine, nine, which is pretty impressive Yeah, because I didn't know ninjas were so good at basketball. Does Japan kill it in the Olympic basketball? Uh, I forgot to pay attention this year. It's like Germany, USA, and Japan in that order, right? (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Philippines do pretty decent at basketball. It's like the three... 
people that were winning World War Two <laughs> is basically the people who win With basketball. The, because they were winning so much, they were like, hey, you know, we got some spare time on our hands. Let's learn this uh, basketball thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. this scene is ridiculous and honestly was one of my least favorites of the movie. Um, I don't like basketball that much, but I did love all the kids crowded around getting into the sport, the competition mm-hmm. and their outfits were so dope because I feel like it didn't feel forced or like it looked like it looked like if someone made a movie about the nineties today and you'd be like, okay, they're trying That's a little, a little too over hard, the top. you know, like it's too much, but it's just what they did. Like it's, it's is this when Colt is wearing that uh, that extremely cool sweatshirt that looks like a Dixie cup or something? No, that is <laughs> that's the first day in the fight okay. and the boat scene, the house, the home alone scene, and the boat scene. He's wearing that. Mm, I love that sweatshirt. It's very cool. Um, he might be wearing it that day too. I feel like they kind of wear the same outfit. The well, the, the uh, I don't know if it's the same wardrobe in the first time they meet Doughboy. And in the basketball scene, but it's the same outfits in the last scene of the movie. Everybody's wearing the same thing. It's clearly shot on the same day. And the way I know that is because I said, he's still wearing the damn Pitbull shirt. And then I realized that Rocky and Colt and Tum Tum and Emily and everybody else in that scene is wearing the same outfits that they're wearing the first time they meet. I They may change outfits that time in the middle with the basketball fight <laughs> but the last scene of the movie everybody's wearing the exact same clothes as the first as the first time they meet sloppy sloppy from the wardrobe department especially if you're going to go for a really bold t-shirt like awesome american pit bull terrier pow hat all i know is the basketball scene when everyone's just crowded around watching um everyone's wearing some great 90s outfits do we like that because, like, 90s fashion is back, or is that just because we grew up in the 90s? I mean, I don't think it's back because I don't walk around seeing people in outfits from, oh, that's a cool 90s outfit. Hmm. So I don't know if I agree that 90s, like, I think it's just cool. I'm asking whether it's back, and you're saying it's not? Because I'm, I'm never in fashion. I, I mean, I'm not either, but I feel like... It's definitely cool from a nostalgia perspective. And also, sure, you know, let's just say it's back. We did it. We've established it here. Fashion Weekly Watch Wheel. And we're here to set trends and to take names. Anybody's outfits stand out to you guys? There's a boy wearing turquoise and purple, like, vertical striped parachute pants. Hmm. Like loose sweat hammer pant almost. Like they're really baggy, but like thin sweatpants. They're super cool. Do do those kinds of pants need to have like elastic bands on the bottom where it like Yeah. Huh. Shanley? And then on top, wasn't he wearing kind of like a hoodie and long sleeve like hoodie a short sleeve hoodie over a long sleeve? combo that complemented mm. the colors of the pants i mean maybe but lots of bagginess this is gonna sound bad but whatever i was just staring at that kid's pants <laughs> i didn't even know he was wearing a shirt like 
Hmm. I was just locked in on those those pants. Yeah, I feel like it. The colors all went together because I remember looking at those pants too, and they were awesome. I feel like he also had hair <laughs> that was similar <laughs> okay. to um, the Baldwin in Biodome. Stephen Baldwin. Yes. It's like little like box braids. Oh, does he have those? I think so. <laughs> Do you think, like, could you confidently go outside wearing pants like that this day and age? Hell yeah. Really? Absolutely I could. I would feel very Shanley's insecure. nodding from the kitchen. I would. I think for the women it's a little bit different. I do feel like I've had a theory for a long time. Women and black men and maybe Filipino men can kind of wear whatever the hell they want. That's and us. It looks cool. It is us. We can well, all go out wearing I, this shoes. Is, this is one of those times where I have to say I am way too white for that. Like, I I don't think I could just do whatever I want fashion. I do whatever I want fashion. <laughs> but I don't think I pull it off. Hmm. Um, and it's crazy. I feel like there are no rules for fashion for black men. They can just wear anything. And I'm like, oh shit, that's cool. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that? Don't you agree? Yeah. And it goes for hairstyles too. Like it's just anything you do. It's like, wow. All right, that's dope. Hmm. Yeah. So, really cool clothes because the '90s were an awesome time. Anything else with the clothes? Anything else while they're in school? I mean, so it's interesting. I definitely, I liked Rocky the most when I was a kid. Okay. Did you? I liked Tum Tum the most as a kid. Weird. Um, that well, must, I, again. I think that's because you like yourself and you were the youngest of three brothers. I think we all like me. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, but that's not odd. What do you mean that's not odd? That I like myself so much. Oh, okay. Well, I meant it is odd that Tum Tum would be someone's favorite really? when I you're think, a kid. No, I think what I liked about him was that he was funny. He's, he's definitely I mean, the most silly out of all of them. And I think that that's I why I liked him. I interpreted him as more like just like the stupid younger brother accidentally funny more hmm. so than like intentionally funny. I did think there were some parts where he was funny in this, but um, I think Colt is the funny one. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. The only silly stuff that I can remember him doing is the Rocky loves Emily thing alongside Tum Tum. I mean, he's Colt, definitely leading it, but he does have a bit. I'll bring up later, but Okay. Anyways, I thought Rocky was the cool one when I was a kid. I didn't like Colt, and then Tum Tum was like the younger brother. I didn't have a problem with him. He's like cute, but he is not the toughest. He's not the coolest. He doesn't get the girl. He's not as good of a fighter, which I think is kind of unfair. I think he is almost as good. He doesn't do as much, but like, well, he's, he's he, capable whenever he chimes in. He never gets like overwhelmed. Yeah. That's true. He can definitely take on fighting multiple adults, um, which is striking, no pun intended, for mm-hmm. a child. So, But I do think that 
Rocky sucks now that I'm older. Why? Well, get back up for a second. What about Colts? Did you not like as a kid? Is it just that he was too quick to I don't accuse like the grandpa? The, yeah, he's he's kind of he's a bummer. Like when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, I want to see these ninjas having fun. Like, I feel like he was a little too like serious, too sassy without being as like funny in the sassiness you know like he's kind of down like when they show up back at the house he's like the brother that the dad's like hey be nice to your mom Mm. and like he's like the first one to turn on grandpa and he's like he's just kind of a bummer whereas like rocky is like he's solid he's solid yeah as a rock as granite rock Mm. and I think as I've grown up, I appreciate Colt more. So that th- those two have completely flipped for me. Tum Tum is about the same. I never had a problem with him. I think it's ridiculous that he would be someone's favorite. Um, okay. But I think he's cool. He's just like, you know, he's just there. And he's just what? He's there. He's just there. Hmm. Shanley, do you relate to that? Is... is... Who who's your favorite? How would you rank the brothers? I mean, so and just to give context, the reason I brought this up now is because this is a perfect scene where when I was a kid, I kind of thought Rocky was cool for calling out the bullies and giving them a nine point lead, and unfortunately it didn't work out, which I kind of blame Colt for because he couldn't take the hit. But as a kid, I was like, oh, Rocky's so cool, and as an adult, I'm like, dude. He's super annoying. Like he came he up with give him that lead. He came up with the terms of this bet. Uh-huh. He gave them the lead, and then choked. And like the whole time, Colt was like, "Let's just kick their butts and take our butt, take your girlfriend's bike back." Definitely. Uh, and so, as an adult, I'm like, "Oh, Colt is my guy. Like that's the move." Hmm. Shanley, thoughts? So I feel like. I didn't get as good of a read on um, Rocky and Colt's person, or I guess any of their personalities, really. But mm. I think you're right. I feel like Tum Tum's personality is just everything revolving around food, which is funny, but that's not really a personality. And yet it's all three of our personalities. <laughs> all four, all five of our personalities. Me, you, Matt, Sean, and Dink. It's true. are all just like, Dink's trying to get we me to give him a treat right now. Motivated. Yeah, I, so maybe I, it is realistic. I, I like it, but we're like, all tum tum. I'd like to think that there's more to him than that, and I feel like he is kind of like charming and like silly in his yeah. own way. But um, I didn't get what you guys were getting from like Rocky and Colt knowing the differences between them. You know, like I know they kept talking to Colt like he's a hothead, which it, I don't think I actually got that impression from him, except for everyone else being like, hey, hey. Calm down. I'm like, what? He's like not even like freaking out. He's the Shanley of the brothers. The one that everyone freaks out. I'm like, hey, you need to calm down. And like he says, he doesn't ever ask questions. He's always kind of like matter of fact. He's just like independent, you know? Hmm. He's wild and free. Are you wild and free? I'd like to think so. Hmm. Good on you. Uh, but I, I do agree with what you're saying about how uh, Rocky was showing off, and I feel like 
it's risky because like if he was showing off and it worked out then i'd be like oh that was actually really cool but showing off and then not having it work out having his lady friend's bike get stolen and then losing the basketball bet after he set the terms it's just like really you you did that to yourself how embarrassing what an idiot so now of the four good kids only one of them tum tum has his bike still right and they go home and they're working on homework and emily's mad at rocky and now we get to probably like the most memorable section of the movie like this is like what the movie is probably heavily in the trailer featured definitely like this stuff and it's what you tell people when you're describing it um Snyder and his weird, like Mr. Brown secretary, like stooge. The the, the business side of his operation. Um, <laughs> yeah, what is that? Does he have a front? I of guess. Some sort? I mean, I I don't know. I don't really get how this whole thing works. But it's a, it's a crate factory. <laughs> they, they make wooden crates. It's not very good ones. Novelty wooden crates. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, Mr. Brown is uh, not a martial artist, but he is, he's Snyder's, like, go-to guy, but he also gets no respect. Yeah. Um, And Snyder is like, hey, man, so we have to make this missile deal go, which I don't know who they're selling the missiles to now that the person they were selling it to is fake. Like, what's the deadline on the missile deal? They have to find a new buyer, but... Anyways, that's their problem. If he doesn't get that, he's like, we we have this brown man. Yeah, he's like... This United States citizen <laughs> who wants to thank me on behalf of the entire USA and buy this missile. <laughs> it's like the FBI showed up and ruined that deal with the American <laughs> Arab. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Snyder is like, we have to kidnap the kids to get both the FBI offer back and get whatever the grandpa's name is is it murray i think it is it's <laughs> morty mort <laughs> step one yeah. kidnap the kids Ooh. step two step three profit mm-hmm. that's the snyder that's way. basically the plan <laughs> um they're gonna kidnap the kids and then give them back after they sell the missiles or after the grandpa teaches all of the ninjas how to be ninjas First off, take off those goggles. You look like idiots. <laughs> um, second, get a shiny ninja outfit. Third, assemble a bashin brawler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the the guy, Mr. Brown, mm-hmm. is like, okay, I know what we can do. Uh, let's get my, nephew. my my sister's kids or something. Mm-hmm. To to go do it, they've done. Because he some... says that the feds are watching all of them, mm-hmm. so they need outside help. So they're terrible ninjas, because they can't get rid of their tail. And also, the FBI is terrible because they saw Snyder at the missile deal. Right. So why can't if they're tailing him, they know where he is and where his office is and where his boat is. Yeah, it's Why not can't like they, they don't just have anything him. on him. Yeah, yeah, it's just that he happened to escape on a helicopter. That's a great point. It's, okay, so maybe this movie's not that <laughs> great, but it's very fun. So so they call these three dudes, 
and that is the most apt way to describe them. They are most certainly dudes. Dude. Yeah, um, they're uh, real Bill and Ted types. Yeah. How do you guys feel about these dudes? They are ridiculous, and I love them. <laughs> this work, these work 100% for Really? Them. 300% because there's three of them. That's crazy. And the, the, the odd thing is that, like... See, I, I actually forgot about these guys remembering this movie, which is kind of odd. But the moment that I saw them, I'm like, oh, gosh, uh, this is taking the campiness up in a, an extra notch. Um, they struck me as being very, like, corny in design, like, too cliche surfery. But they were really good. And I enjoyed every bit of it. I loved the way that they spoke, how they sort of used big words and were very polite, even though they were also dopey and uh-huh. robbing the convenience store yeah. at gunpoint. And then, can I please use your phone? Yeah. <laughs> when he is uh, sir, sir, can I please use your telephone? I loved that. <laughs> He's like politely asking him while they have a gun to his head. <laughs> And the the part where his uncle his uncle Brown his Brown uncle if mm-hmm. you will gives him I the address of <laughs> where where he, they're gonna kidnap the the kids. It took me way back to the nineties when he goes, "Hang on a second, you you remember too? Yeah, and you remember." And no, three. I love that the first part of that is that he goes, "Hey." Cover his ears because <laughs> they don't want the guy at the convenience store knowing what they're talking about. <laughs> and then, yeah, they split up the address to remember it all. It didn't occur to me that we don't do that anymore because we always have like typing devices. Yeah. It's like, oh, just text it to me and I'll copy it from there. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you write it down, you text it to yourself, but you remember too. Like that. <laughs> well, I mean, even a- at the time, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it was it was three digits because it was it was like the house number was like only three digits long. You probably didn't have to do that. And I think he assigns it to them in in different order. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's like three, two, one, something, <laughs> and he he's, he assigns yeah. it with the second digit first. I think, <laughs> and I I really enjoyed them. So I was not as sold on these guys, which really? is hilarious. I think they, honestly, I think they did a great job acting. I think they all committed to their parts and it was pretty entertaining. But I think that the, like, casting was probably not the best for these dudes. I think they're supposed to be, like... Old? No. I mean, I think they're supposed to be, like, in their, like... 18 ish. Oh, really? To like their early 20s. Like, they're supposed to, because it's like they're not even like criminal criminals. They're just like some like high They They reference not going to class ever. Like, oh, I never went to class. I don't know what time school gets out. <laughs> um, But they seem, at least, especially the leader. Yeah. It seems like he's in his like mid 30s. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got a very old, puffy, alcoholic face. Yeah. And they're all like, <laughs> they're eating junk food in their van and like throwing open food containers around. Oh my goodness. Thank God you brought that up. Did that bother you? Yes. At <laughs> least three different times, they're like hanging out, just eating in the van. And they're like, oh, we got to go. 
throw the food over their shoulder into the back seat. Yeah, an open Chinese food container. Pizza, I feel like. Maybe. And then definitely some like McDonald's like in the wrapper. But like, He but calls it like chewing. Mr. Muffin. Yeah, there's like an Egg McMuffin that he like throws over his shoulder. All right, all right, let me arbitrate this. Uh, Jimmy, why does that bother you? Why does what bother me? Them throwing the food behind them. What about it is bothersome? I mean, I know at least I can come up with two parts that bother me. Okay. And I'd be surprised if there's more than that. Number one, it's gross for the car Mm -hmm. because there's just food tossed around and stuck in things and gross. Let me pause. Let me pause you there because maybe Shanley has two, too. So maybe we'll do one at a time. Why does it bother you, Shanley? Because it's a waste of food. I freaking knew it. I knew that. Was that going to be your number two? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what, no, no, that's my number one. And did you have a number two? Is number that two. That it's gross with a car, but you know, first, very what a waste. Interesting, but also telling and somewhat predictable. Is this why I'm tum tum? <laughs> yeah, I think mostly it bothered me because. Actually, the only one that bothered me is when he threw, like, the Chinese food. I'm like, that, that's chow mein. There's no way that that's salvageable. That's it, noodles. It's the food spilled. waste that bothered you? Yeah. You guys are so weird. I'm annoyed because I'm like, hey, man, there's only two seats in the front. So one of us is going to go have to sit in a pile of Chinese food <laughs> or clean up your filthy van. Like, this sucks. Also, there's a surfboard back there. Now that's got orange chicken stuck on it or whatever. Like... What are you doing? That sounds like your favorite throw place it, to be. Throw it out the window, bro. Like, if you're not going to finish your food, toss it outside. Finish Don't your make food. make the car gross. If you're out of time, be late and finish your food. If you're full, force feed yourself. It's food. It's a great opportunity to eat something is the way that I see it. Well, either way, don't make the car dirty. Hmm. Uh, I know two of their three names. I don't know the head guy's name. The, the fir- the I main have one. that. It's Fletcher. Fletcher. Are you sure? I have in my notes. Okay, hold on. In my notes, I have Snyder, suit villain. Fletcher, main surfer villain. Hmm. No one else's names. Gotcha. I thought they were calling him Fester. Like in Adam's family. Hmm. I feel like they kept saying Fester. I know the other two guys are Marcus and Hammer. <laughs> okay is the blonde one marcus yeah weird i think so, he only he mostly only says dude yeah i think he only says dude no he said when they say all three of them the same thing which happens a few times in the movie he says it along with them so you can only speak in chorus <laughs> or, or say, say dude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome i like I, that we said that in chorus was good. dude Dude, <laughs> I think Hammer, the Asian one, was my favorite. Um, I think he's the one I'd want to hang out with the most. He seemed like an actual surfer, and he seemed like he really didn't want to be mean. He's the one who goes, "They're probably real nice kids." So yeah, that's like my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> was it his idea, or was it the leader's idea to save some pizza for him? It was the leader's idea, okay. and his response I mean, was... They all pro- seem kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to hurt them. They just want to kidnap them. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I liked the, I think the actors did great for those guys, but I don't like the design of it. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, different people can hang out together. So like, they don't have to be the same person, but like the leader has like a kind of like a skater, like surfer vibe. Okay. The dude one has like a total like California stoner, like stoner hippie surfer vibe. And then the other one, Seems I mean, he, anyone could surf, but he seems like a metalhead. He's got like jeans and boots hmm. and like a Metallica shirt with like a long sleeve shirt underneath it. And it's just like they don't. They it didn't they don't feel, feel like, like they're, they're the same. It genre. didn't feel like the person who came up with these like costumes and character types was doing it because they were like, oh, they're just like different guys that hang out together and do crimes. It felt like it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, someone who was out of touch with what, like, that culture is. It was just like, "Eh, okay, that's fine. We'll just do that. Gotcha. Was that just me? No, no, I see what you mean. I I also, I didn't think the main guy, Fletcher, Feaster, Fowler, Fallet. I'm trying to pull it up. Fallet. Also staying engaged in the conversation. I, yeah, I don't think his design really looked very real. And it, uh, it is Fester. Fest. Patrick Labyorteur as Fester. I thought it was him. Yeah. <laughs> Fester, Marcus, and Hammer. <laughs> Dude. Wow. Guess, guess Hammer's real name according to IMDb. Terry Watanabe. Shanley, got a guess. Hammer's Hammer, the blonde? Yeah, no, Hammer Hammer's is the, the Asian. Asian dude with the Metallica shirt. Guess the actor's real name according to IMDb. Bob Smith. <laughs> DJ Harder. Nice. <laughs> Look of his filmography. See what he went on to do. I think DJ Harder as Hammer is definitely a porn yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> This got it's got uh crossed and mixed up. He's in Eagle Eye and Memento and The Negotiator Memento. and Phenomenon starring John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Teleca- a, te- a good old fashioned telekinetic John Travolta. And Forrest Whitaker. He's in the show Transparent from twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen. Jeffrey Tambor. That's crazy. He's still doing stuff, kind of. Still still DJing? He's in Hardly. 2014's Breakpoint. Huh. He's not Point Break. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> DJ Harder. Better. Mm-hmm. Faster. Fester. <laughs> nice. Dude. Dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were fun. I really liked them. I didn't think it was like a ripoff or an homage, but I thought it was funny to see these very Bill and Ted types squished mm-hmm. into a phone booth. Yeah. He's <laughs> talking to Mr. Brown, yeah. and one of them's putting a Metallica sticker on to the phone booth. But it's like decal side has the stickiness on it. I don't know if that really works. I don't think that's real. What? He's putting the sticker on from the outside of the phone booth. And you can see it from the inside of the phone I think phone he's booth. inside the phone booth putting it on the phone. I think he's putting it on, on the wall of the phone booth. I think he's like crouched underneath Fester 
sticking it on the like little the box that the phone's in. Phone box. Hmm. Interesting. But regardless, in a phone booth, very Bill and Tedish. Yep. And I was into that. Mm-hmm. Then my appetite was piqued because of the way that they decide to kidnap the children. Mm-hmm. They disguise themselves as pizza delivery boys from a company that is definitely designed after Domino's, and I'm a huge fan of Domino's Pizza. What was it called? Mama Do's. I don't know. What was it? I don't know. You're saying it's... It wasn't actually Domino's. Domino's. They had, like, the 90s Domino's delivery guy look, but it wasn't Domino's. Yeah. I don't remember what Domino's delivery guys look like in the 90s. (laughs) I didn't really get into Domino's until... The five 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 deal in high school. Oh, I love the five 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 deal. I talk about it all the time. Ah, I probably is, mentioned it on this podcast before. It is the superior hot and ready esque kind of deal. I mean, it wasn't hot nor was it ready, <laughs> but sure. I I really love Domino's. Can we get Domino's soon? It's not very good, and it's right downstairs, so you can get it whenever you want. <laughs> it's very good. I, there's so many good pizza places here that it bothers me that you won't order. Like, you never just go, hey, guys, I'm just going to order a different pizza place today. You want anything? It's always Domino's. <laughs> it's so weird. I would be happy to be sponsored by Domino's to gain weight. <laughs> this, this weight gaining team is brought to you by Domino's. I kind of hate Domino's. It's fine. More Domino's for me. Bones. They're never open. <laughs> I the Domino's downstairs. Yeah, they never open. They're open like three nights a week, <laughs> and the hours change each for an night. hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, we're closing. Why? It's six seventeen. That's the time that we close. <laughs> what the? I'm gonna close. I'm gonna be back in like forty minutes ish. But then we'll but I'm doing like one order and then I'm out. We only, we only have the chocolate cakes. Do you want one of those? No. No one orders the chocolate cakes. What are you talking about? I'm going to have to charge you $1.50 for a barbecue sauce. Because <laughs> I still have to go across the street and get it <laughs> and put it in one of these little cups. All right. So I thought these guys could have been done better. I feel like More these actors style. were cool. I really like them, but they just didn't really fit for me. Hmm. I feel like this is one of those things that made this feel like a low-effort kids movie. You know? Yep. Like you had a problem with the kid acting and the dialogue <laughs> with their stuff. I thought that was spot on. But mm. these guys, it was just like, that. this is taking me out of the realness of this world. <laughs> the realness of the Three Ninjas movie. Yeah. Shanley, am I crazy? I, I don't know. They were I... cartoonish. They were cartoonish, but they were lovable. I yeah, no, I did villains. like them. I don't know. They were it my favorite like, characters. I was like, oh, this is this is this movie's not serious. I see what you mean. They were definitely the most cartoony portion of this movie, but I think because which is it, crazy when the main villain is breaking open a missile box with his elbow. <laughs> And laughing nonstop in front of all of the FBI agents. Yeah, and he has a very next time gadget escape. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the helicopter. Yeah. yeah. But but these guys were pretty high high stakes level uh 
cartoon characters, but I, I really enjoyed them. And I like that they, uh, that they shove that old lady, um, babysitter in the closet. Yeah. She is weird. Yeah. She looked like the babysitter in the cat in the cat in the hat movie. You know that one? We've all seen it. We love it. Okay. Maybe brought to you by Domino's. Uh-huh. But I, I and then they pull a pizza off of her face and then eat it. Yeah, that was I good. do like that. <laughs> um All right, so so the kidnapping begins with them. The mom is out somewhere cheating on the dad. Um, maybe. <laughs> she but she, also with the dad? Because she's driving him around later. Well, she's leaving, and she's, like, getting all gussied up. She's, like, putting on, you know those earrings that, like, uh, businesswomen had in the 90s where they had, like, a clip on the back? Do you know what I'm talking about, Shanley? They're, like, they're basically, like, ear brooches. My mom used to wear them. It's, like, a big pearl, and it's, like, a clip that goes on the back. Do you know Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she's putting, like, those on, and they're, like, where are you going? She's, like, I'm meeting up with your father, and... and for me, I was like, this seems a little suspicious. Are you well, really? Well, then they show her with the dad later. After she got freaky with some guy. See, this is what I don't like. You keep adding <laughs> things to this movie and then judging the movie by them. I don't, I'm not against that. I mean, he's You're not giving that? her, he's not giving her the attention she deserves. He's a workaholic. He's just with her for her family connection to Snyder. <laughs> that's right. Honestly, that's what I think is going on. Yeah, he's gone into deep <laughs> I think that Snyder and the dad went to high school together and wow. were like rivals there. And he like always hated him because everyone thought he was so cool in the 80s with his martial arts. <laughs> uh, and he's and like, I ponytail. hate martial arts. And so he was just like always out to get him. And they have this ri- Tom and Jerry-esque rivalry <laughs> going on. Sam doesn't deserve her. Yeah. All he cares about are possessions. Mm-hmm. Fancy cars. Ninja children. Even half Asian wives are possessions <laughs> to him. <laughs> yeah, so she leaves the house. She puts the uh, an old lady... With, like, hair curlers in mm-hmm. as their babysitter who only speaks in grunts. <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot of that. It's good. Her and the grandpa make the same noises. Those are his fighting noises. <laughs> Very weird sounds. Maybe maybe they got together afterwards. Oh, maybe she's the grandma. <laughs> Anyways. So it's the Mrs. Doubtfire situation. The grandma comes to visit her grandchildren <laughs> dressed up like this grunting lady. <laughs> so, the, so the kids see the kidnappers. Yeah, or they see. Colts does. Yeah, he's stoked that there's pizza getting delivered, <laughs> but then he says, "Like the good news is, pizza's here. Bad news is, they have guns." And they're like, "What? What? What? What?" We'll call the police. No, wait, we can't because it's the '90s, and there's only one phone in the entire house, and it ain't. In I the think bedroom. they could have called. I think they might have had a phone upstairs. No, it, that's a, that's their first. Uh, that's their first obstacle. They, I thought they decided not to. The first obstacle so is that they no could f- prove that their ninja skills no phone were worthwhile so that they could keep doing ninja lessons with their grandpa. You guys are both right. And then afterwards, they, they say that there's no phone in the bedroom, right? Well, they're going to call yeah. Emily on the They're going to call Emily talkie. on the can. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 
And uh, they said, no, don't call Emily. So that way we could ninja this crap. So this is the perfect time to get into two advanced technologies in their room. <laughs> so the first one is what we just mentioned. Rocky has a lamp, like bendy lamp arm. Not like bendy, like a bendy straw, but like like a lamp. Swivelable. With like a... It's got like two arms like a hinge. to it. And sp- it's, yeah, it's, springs. It's got a... It's kind of like the Luxo Junior lamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But instead of a lamp at the end, it's a soup, soup can. can. Probably from a delicious ham chowder. Like painted green. <laughs> and there's not like a wire or anything connected to it. It's just <laughs> there. You know, the, in certain scenes, I thought there was no wire. But then I feel like in other scenes, I would see a little bit of a wire. You saw a wire? Yeah. But, I mean, they they jerk that thing around yeah, all over do. the place. <laughs> It's a boys' bedroom. <laughs> they have a bathroom in their bedroom. It's weird. That's where they should. They, be that's doing where they should jerking. be jerking it around. So they move that can <laughs> thing around a whole bunch. And so I feel like it wouldn't truly work the way it's supposed to if so it was. So we didn't get to the wire. The can has a like a like a like an, uh, its other version of it. Like it's uh <laughs> It's, it's fellow, not yeah. an evil version. <laughs> There's a, the same mechanism Apparatus. in Emily's bedroom. So whether she's literally right next door to them, which they should just be able to look at her and be like, hey, <laughs> call the cops. <laughs> um, but so it seems like she's further away. It seems like she's like across the street or a couple houses down yeah. or something. But somehow this can is connected to a similar can in her bed. So they can talk into it and be like, hey, yo, call the police. The thing is, though, like, it, so what you're getting at, Shanley, is like, the, it's the soup can thing where if you hold the string tight enough, the sound can travel through string. And Shanley's saying that the, the string isn't taut because they're they're doing a good fair bit of jerking. So that won't work. But also, like, their voices sound mechanical on the other side. Mechanical is not the right word, but like it aluminum, sounds, <laughs> aluminum. It, it sounds like like a radio broadcast or like a walkie-talkie. It's got kind of that phone quality sound yeah. to it. So it's like it is electric in some way. So I I think we need to make one of those. Maybe there's a like stretchy string, okay, that's attached to it so that it still vibrates and it goes. Uh, it can be moved around. Maybe. Oh. Maybe it's a coil of springs, which is why it sounds like a mechanic. Where would the coil of springs go? All the way there. All the way to Emily's house. Okay. That makes sense. I think that's what it is. There's a coil of springs. <laughs> so anyways, they have that. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Who came up with that? Did their parents come up with that? Did the grandpa? Or did they invent this thing? In which case... They have a lot going on. Like these kids, <laughs> they could probably do something with that. Yeah. I mean, I would have definitely bought one of those. I would buy almost everything in their room. Yeah. They have a little trampoline. They have why NES. Is the, why is the skin of the trampoline so small? It's a little tiny trampoline. You literally have to stand in one place. Like yeah, a so the stick. frame is is like a reasonable size, but 
like the the platform part what i just called the skin i don't know if this is the technical <laughs> term the yeah i thought you knew more than i did yeah and let, let's say i was right <laughs> the, the uh-huh. trampoline skin it's the tramp <laughs> yes is like disproportionately small in comparison to the the frame of it it's like an exercise trampoline but aren't aren't those still like where the surface of the trampolines all the, almost all the way to the no. to the hoop to the rim? No, no, you need room for the coils. Well, coil this thing springs. is all coil. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's yeah. It's just for jumping into the top bunk. That is great. Yeah, my man Cole is dope. Yeah, I was impressed by that because that's not fake. That's just a real kid tramping up to bed. Yeah, if, he, as it were, <laughs> it sure is. So they have, so they have the the trampoline. They have the dope ninja wallpaper, and then call back to Grandpa's house. They have a big red light bulb <laughs> attached to the wall. That's like a fixture in the wall. Yeah. It's like just a bulb, little socket. It mounted to the it's wall. like it's like the aesthetic of like tower of terror it's like that kind of yeah industrial it's like a it's like a warehouse yeah. industrial boiler room <laughs> light bulb just, a, just, just the... an exposed bare bulb <laughs> uh but and where's the trip for that because when the mom is coming up the stairs and when the kidnappers are coming up the stairs it like starts does is there sound too i think so I feel like there is an alarm sound, but I feel like it stops. Yeah. It like does it like a couple times and then turns off. Does the mom not know that they have that? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Cause like <laughs> I'd be pissed if my kids had that. I'd be like, no dude, I'm taking that shit out. So the alarm goes off and then the kids scramble to clean up the room and then get into pretend bed. Pretend like they're sleeping. Yeah. And then pretend like they're sleeping. Well, then- when the mom was there the first night. Yes. I was just thinking, there's no way the mom doesn't know. She just does not care. She's like, oh, okay, cool. She's so distracted by this, like... Cheating. Yeah, this exciting new <laughs> She's relationship. She's riddled with guilt. <laughs> she spent the whole summer off with her new lover. I know, that's why she her sent husband them to her was dad's. chasing down Snyder. What if it's Snyder? Ooh. She grew up with him. It was, was her. Say, it was her father's Snyder insider. I think that's a little too far. I don't think that's gonna make it in, but he did. <laughs> now it's staying in. You can't cut that. Um, wow, I think it is Snyder. I think that this theory that you made up—that she's cheating—it's with Snyder. I mean, the ponytail alone. Yeah, and he and he and he like hairsprays the non-ponytailed part you know what, I'm ta- what is that part called mm, what is the top part called what's the, the hair body. out of the tail called the rump <laughs> i was gonna say body but i do think rump sounds... yeah yeah the pony rump his pony yeah. rump is very i don't even think it's hairspray i think it's gelled oh it's like a crisp shell it's like a helmet. <laughs> Protects him. Yeah, so he gets hit in the head. And he's like, I'm, I might I'm hop good. on a helicopter later. I need to be. <laughs> so, okay, so so the kids are in the room. They Colt's like, pizza's here, but they have guns. Whoa. And they go hide. The burglars come up. 
They're like, oh, the dudes aren't in here. They're probably in the parents' room. So then they're looking around, and the kids come up with a plan. They're like, we're going to use our martial arts. We're going to home alone, home alone these fools. We're going to Kevin McAllister. <laughs> is, that what this, is that what she says on uh, on the night before? She Kevin McAllistered me? I think so. <laughs> um, yeah. I think he says that she home alone me. She home <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they're going to home alone them. Yeah. So the plan is just to beat these dudes up, I guess, until someone gets home. Because, like, they don't want to call for help. Yeah. So you're just going to keep beating these dudes until people (laughs) show up. Um, But how did you feel about this? We we don't need to go over every detail here, but the stuff that stands out, Shanley, what do you, what what stood out to you about their hijinks fighting off the kidnappers? I don't know if you're queuing me up for something, but I'm just going to say what stuck out to me. Yeah, whatever. I love that all of Tum Tum's like actions in this all revolve around like, Oh yeah, this is why you are Tum Tum. So like, um, he puts on slippery stuff on the ground so that they can't get chased. Uh-huh. And he does that with vegetable oil and dish soap. Yeah. Things from the kitchen. kitchen. Uh-huh. They assign him the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Well, he gets assigned the kitchen. So he does that. He makes these little bombs with uh, pepper and chili powders and coffee filters. Yeah, just like everything spicy in the kitchen. He like puts it all into one thing. And he had a recipe in mind too because they were like, are those done? And he's like, almost. <laughs> Which is what I was saying earlier about the goggles. I think the goggles are a thing because I think they have a specific like homemade oh. mess up somebody's eyes when you're doing ninja stuff okay. recipe. Mm. Uh, because I think that's exactly what was in Snyder's pocket in the later scene. Got it. Go on. Um, let's see. There's one time where he there's like uh he's fighting a bad guy and he gets like a stuffed boar head and hits that guy in his tum tum. After mm. they get um laxative in their like soda. Soda. Yep, yeah. that's another so one. So he's just pooping it up on the toilet <laughs> and then he gets smashed in the stomach, yeah. Um and then the last one I have is when um trying to bite a Liz later on but he goes to bite his arm and the guy's wearing like a wrist shield mm. or you know forearm shield to protect from bites smart the one thing you forgot is that tum tum also dumps out jelly beans on the floor darn it so that when is, the henchman yeah. dudes i keep saying that when the surfer dudes are running through the house they slip on those too yes thank you I thought the most 90s thing is that when uh, around that same part, Colt and Tum Tum team up to ninja, st- ninja star them with CDs. Yeah. That was incredibly 90s. I love that. <laughs> that was dope. I don't so, like, like, I just assumed that those were like CD-ROMs that came with cereal boxes. I think I like, a, I went deep into my 90s experiences. Like, yeah. they're not, they're not throwing like actual no. I think that's their parents' music collection. Mm. Their sure. AOL They're online tiles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you buy multiple boxes so that way when one three-month subscription runs out, you throw in the Honestly, next CD. It's row. probably all like criminal cases that they <laughs> took from their dad's <laughs> office. That's great. Um, so my favorite is the, like, the scene that stuck with me my whole life is when Colt goes into the room that their mom is like 
remodeling, remodeling and everything the, like the lights don't work in there and um all of the like stuff is painted white and covered in white drop, like, cloths. drop cloths yeah and so colt flips his gi inside out Mm. Uh, he has a blue gi and a blue and white mask. Blue gi. <laughs> and a uh, blue hat. Blue's his whole thing. Yeah. Which is another reason why I don't like him, because I don't like blue. But, um, or why I didn't like him. But he flips his gi inside out, and he paints his mask white, which was heartbreaking. Just as heartbreaking today as it was when I was a kid. But he's, like, stealthily moving around in that room and sneaking up on the bad guys and hitting them and then disappearing. So when you were saying there wasn't much stealthiness, I was immediately like, well, that scene, that's the whole point of it. Right. Well, I feel like that scene is also like shot almost like horror genre-esque. Yeah. It's creepy. It's pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, I I love it. Well, one of my favorite lines from the surfer guys (laughs) is in that room Uh where Colt tricks them to hitting each other. And so Fester hits Hammer and he goes, you just hit me. And he says, you're totally right. I'm sorry. <laughs> then, Wait, so one of my favorite lines of that, which you might have been going to, I could let you do No, it, go ahead. Is also, like, I think it's right after that, Colt hits both Marcus and Fester and then dips out. And they both turn around and punch Hammer in the face again. And then Fester goes, what happened? Right after he hits him, he's like, you hit me. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's it. And he goes, you're totally right. I'm sorry. Well, I was cracking up at that because it's just like, that's such a like kid thing to do. Like, there's so many times that I hurt one of my cousins or something and then was like, what happened? <laughs> like, hoping they wouldn't be like, oh, you just hit me with a hockey stick. Like, what do you think just happened? Um, but I always laugh at that part just because it's so relatable ha 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 dude so i loved that scene when i was a kid i don't know if it really held up now i feel uh, like it's too unrealistic for well me the room is a little it. too small yeah, for that i just don't buy for it. him to be sneaking all all about and he doesn't blend in as much as like my childhood imagination allowed me to believe ah they can't see him because he painted his mask white yeah how are they gonna see a little boy dressed all in white <laughs> running around a room <laughs> kind of a bummer that didn't hit as hard as it did when i was younger pardon the pun matt was there any part of this that you liked other than it being a gimmicky let's do home alone thing i like i th- I didn't like that. I didn't understand it. it. I was just like, oh, this is, they're doing Home Alone now. But then when we watched it with my kids, mm-hmm. I did, I like, I got it. There's actually a plot reason for it. They go to their toy box to try to get all of, like, their ninja weapons. And all their weapons are taken, yeah. Yeah, because their dad has hidden them. Because he hates martial arts. <laughs> Which they never explain. They never say why he hates. Are you kidding me? Samuel hates martial arts. <laughs> like, why? Other than, you know, his Tom and Jerry relationship with Snyder, of course. Uh, Douglas is what he says. Ah, Douglas. Because that's their last name. That's their last name. Hmm. And so they recall that one of the ninja-isms is that a ninja can use his environment because ninja is friend to all, be it plant or fish or tiny animal. (laughs) 
Doctor, right? <laughs> That's in the movie. I think so. <laughs> And and so that's why they're doing this Home Alone stuff. Mm-hmm. So I liked that coming back around the second time. The using a bunch of knots to tie one door to another, that didn't work for me. But him hanging <laughs> Fester was yeah, pretty when Rocky brutal. Rocky drags Fester across the floor with a bunch of ties tied around his neck. Yeah, and then, and then jumps the over stairs. the railing and uses his body weight to like pull on Fester's throat <laughs> yeah. and then tie him around the railing. Yeah. That that's brutal. I mean it is, but also it's really stupid cuz he could just get up. Like this whole part was a lot more difficult for me as an adult. I feel like the early part of the movie I was more in on than I expected to be. And even the later parts of the like kidnapping home invasion part where they're actually just fighting them. I like that a lot. Like Colt fighting Marcus and hammer in the living room where he's just like, yeah, kicking them and punching them and like just being like, and he, I think martial he, arts fight. He throws one of them in a piano or something like that. Yeah. And, like, slams the, like, lid on their hands and is, like, just beating them up. I'm like, that's really cool and choreographed really well. But, yeah, a lot of the, the shenanigans they do feel kind of forced and just don't work as well as yeah the Home Alone ones. And that's kind of a bummer. It's just, like, if the guy's got a tie tied around his neck to, like, a thing two feet above him, he could just do a push-up and... It, rele- not being it relieves choking. the te- it yeah. eases the tension, eases baby. The tension, baby. <laughs> and then he could untie it himself. Like, yeah. If he's not being choked so bad that he's like up there for five minutes before he finally gets to like call for help. It's like a it's like a mini weekly watch for Yahtzee, <laughs> plus a full blown <laughs> weekly watch for Yahtzee. Weekly watch for Yahtzee, dude. This is like a full-on Yahtzee. We got three people asleep on the couch right now. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So I just spun Shanley and... uh, You got movie jars. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) You got tiny movie jar. (laughs) Tiny movie jar. (laughs) So ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I didn't love this sequence, but the second time around, understanding the it's plot not part of this. bad for me. But yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't love it as much. It was more fun with your kids because I feel like, especially your son, was like, yeah, and it like kind of, I felt like, like uh, what's that called, like vicarious, vicarious. Like, yeah. enjoyment of it. Is that called by curious? <laughs> this isn't what this is. I want this cut. Okay. But is it compersion when like you get joy from someone else's joy? I've never heard it, but that sounds fine. I think that's what that is. But it also could be something sexual. <laughs> so I don't know. I compur. <laughs> Shan? Let's just say you're right. Do you compur? No. Why didn't I compare? <laughs> I'm going to lose this job. So I um, I, I liked it, but it wasn't as good. This mm-hmm. part was kind of rough. Um, but also, like, once that stuff was done, 
I I was done with the movie. Like going from training in the summer and then the school stuff and then they champion over these kidnappers. I was like, the movie should be done now. Like I feel like we've done enough things. I didn't. And I the last thing for that that I want to mention is just uh they they put like a chocolate milky laxative liquid in a soda and then trick the bad guys into drinking it. And that part really didn't hold up. I feel like more so than the rest of it, which I can kind of overlook is just like, they're just trying to make a funny kid fight scene happen, whatever. Right. But the logic of that, where they like the guys are tired, the guys breathed in like the spicy powder and like they're all hot from that. And so he's like, oh, this is a delicious drink. But it's like, are these guys that stupid? Like, I don't, I can't believe that they're that stupid. That these kids that have been beating them up and, like, attacking them and sabotaging right. the house and stuff. Uh, booby trapping and all that. That they're like, oh, here's a delicious beverage that's a soda that looks like chocolate milk. Like, it's just, it, I couldn't even get myself to drink that. Yeah. If you handed me that and we're like... I know this looks weird, dude, but I swear this is delicious. And I watched you take a sip. And you're like, it's so good. You have to try it. I'd still probably be like, nah, dude. I don't think I could do that. Also, I feel like milky things with ice in it is just like, I'm, I'm all right. Like an iced latte. Iced coffee with milk. I know what a latte is. No, th- those are different <laughs> things. I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm into those things. What about a Yoohoo? With ice? I don't know. I don't like Yoohoo. You don't put ice in it. You drink it out of the bottle. Maybe that's why I don't like it. (laughs) Yoohoo on the rocks? The mere fact that you call it that (laughs) tells you that you're not ready. It's like in my favorite movie, The Big Lebowski, how he keeps ordering white Russians. Yeah. That grosses me out. That's really gross. I don't get it. Especially because most of the time when he does that, it's with unrefrigerated cream yeah it's disgusting (laughs) yeah (laughs) moving on (laughs) so so then the next part of the movie is the the real bad guys show up because the um surfers are not reliable and they're they don't have faith in them kidnapping the boys which is fair and so the big polynesian looking dude is there and, and grabs the kids and they take them to a boat and we could do watch this on boats boats yeah <laughs> um, boats with boats shanley boats boats drink some water i'm trying how there's not even a water near you <laughs> you're, she didn't you're say trying that she very poorly to get successfully so so they get on the boat and this is like a crazy boat because it's a martial arts boat <laughs> yeah it's got, it's got like pads and uh, like a sparring room <laughs> when the boys are being walked to their to the brig nice. of the boat uh-huh. they go through a they walk on like a mezzanine level overlooking uh like a pit big open martial arts padded floor with like striking dummies on the wall and like <laughs> weird like 
tapestries hanging and stuff and like 40 ninjas in full ninja uniform with goggles standing and waiting all like doing some weird like you can't understand what they're saying but one of them is calling out like different moves to do and then they're all doing it in sync and it's like and then they go and then they all turn and do something else and it's very weird. It is but, a martial uh, arts boat. Yeah, that guy has a lot of vehicles. Yeah, Snyder. helicopter, limo, boat. <laughs> um, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, his his uh, arms dealing is a vehicle towards riches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all vehicles are simply means of conveyance. And Mrs. Douglas is a vehicle <laughs> towards passion. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids get locked up in the brig. They For find a sex a, drive. Go ahead. They 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 are like stuck there, and they're all stressed out, and they're like, "We're kidnapped by Grandpa's dude. Grandpa's a bad guy. This sucks. We gotta get out of here." And Rocky's like. We need to do what ninjas do and use our environment and be friends to our environment. And and then... Um, coconut, coconut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that Colt makes fun of Rocky here. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, we should be friends with our environment. Should I just go ask the friendly door if it'll let us out? And he does, like, a whole, like, sarcastic, snarky bit there. Oh, this is the bit you're talking about. Yeah, and I really appreciated that. I thought it was hilarious. And I I like that he is, like, serious, clearly, about all their ninja stuff. Like, he's not mocking it, but he's just, like, at a certain point, dude, like, what are we going to do? Like, he's like the Raphael of the group. He is, yeah. Who's way cooler than Michelangelo. Who's his tum-tum? Leonardo. Leonardo is Rocky. Yes, that's what I was going for. I've always liked Leo. See the blue one? Donatello's yeah. purple. That's the only one that I know. I used to think Donatello was cool. Kind of broke my heart realizing that he's not. Uh, Donnie, Donatello was my favorite when I was a kid. He's the... If you're the kind of person who always wants to be different, Donatello is your favorite. So. I love Donatello. My favorite Beatles, Ringo. Ew. People who like the Beatles are weird. Yeah. People so who like up, Beatles. They trick the guards to let them out, and then they're fighting their way off the boat. And I like this. I feel like the reason this part's good to me and worthwhile is because they're actually fighting other ninjas off on a like, boat. On a boat, which is cool. <laughs> and they're they're just like working their way through like a whole bunch of like dark, steamy corridors, like corridors, yeah. fighting bad guys, and it's pretty decent fighting through the whole thing it reminds me of uh usual suspects okay the boat fight sure okay i'm not very familiar with that um so i like all that and then when they get stuck at the end um they uh, the grandpa shows up yep and he's in full ninja outfit with shiny blue ninja clothes and his sword 
and he kind of looks ridiculous. He looks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Asian Danny DeVito. Yeah. Uh, I feel like all the ninja clothing in the movie is like almost like velour. It's like it, it's more so him and Snyder's. But the 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 hench ninjas as well though. I mean, theirs doesn't seem as. I think it's because they're black, but it's a very similar quality uh, fabric. Theirs doesn't look as like shiny, yeah, or as rough. I think theirs looks smoother. I feel like Snyder's and the grandpa's like it's that stuff that I feel like was pretty popular in the '90s, where like when the light is like hitting it at different angles, it completely changes like the tone of it. Oh, it's like pearly. Like it's like really bright blue where like it's direct light on yeah. it. And then when it's turned, it's like black almost. Uh-huh. It's very crazy looking. Super noticeable. Not <laughs> ideal for, for sneaking ninja, around. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so they, they meet up with the grandpa. They have a crazy ninja fight. They kick everyone's butts. And then they end up deciding to settle it with mono imano Snyder versus the grandpa. What does that mean? It means mono ah. take all. <laughs> it, well, also the, the kids fight the, the big henchman. Is it like Mr. Tanaka or whatever? They bash and brawl him to death. Mr. Tanaka. I think it's professor Tanaka. Hmm. And they, ba- they hit him in the balls until he's, mm-hmm incapacitated and is that when they pick up tum tum and use him as like a battering ram to (laughs) the guy's stomach (laughs) so that was cool um that is cool i the only thing i didn't like in this is they i think a couple times one of the kids has like a bad guy like kind of dazed and then they do like a wind up with their hand and then punch they do that a few times and yeah that is lego popeye for a second it's like a Popeye punch. But so then the grandpa's fighting uh, Snyder. He's kicking his butt. Then Snyder hits him with pocket sand, which we've been referencing this whole time. He <laughs> pulls out some chili powder from his pocket, throws it in the grandpa's face, and then he's winning. And then he picks up the grandpa and he's like, oh, what happened to not starting a fight unless you could win? I always win. I'm the man. Woohoo. And he's like screaming all crazy ponytailing it up and yeah and then the grandpa takes some jelly beans that tum tum gave him and sticks them in snyder's mouth so he chokes <laughs> and then he beats him up and wins the fight hmm. and i'm surprised FBI shows up i'm surprised that snyder wouldn't at that point call out to his henchmen and have them like rescue him but instead he just lets them stand well, the deal was that they would fight one on one, hand to hand. Yeah, but mono and mono. Hmm. Snyder is too much a mono of honor to call his crew out when he's about to be arrested. He's like, "Ah, oh, shucks, you got me." He at the last moment when he's getting Ninjas jelly beaned. If they're not honest he's a criminal he's not a liar oh okay the ninja code man you wouldn't understand i wouldn't um when the when the grandpa and snyder agree to fight and they say like all right if i win me and the boys get to leave here and snyder's like okay and if i win 
then you have to stay and teach my men to do this or whatever. Which, what's the point? If he can beat him, why does he want him to teach his men? He's got other stuff he's got to do. Yeah, he's busy. He's working he's busy. on his dismount for <laughs> helicopter travel. <laughs> um, he's but elbowing crates left and right. When he says that he'll let the kids go if they win, uh, Snyder says, am I a nice guy or what? And Colt yells out, you're a geek. <laughs> I think that was like That's one of the heckle. most. Yeah. Uh, it was like, dude, good for him. Like That was awesome. And that's what I love about that character. Yeah, that's good. But so then, pocket sand. I do like that Snyder when he's holding Not up Grandpa. Not pocket sand. He says, Patusan. Say goodbye to Grandpa, boys. I thought that was pretty funny. Jerry is Pinky's name. His name is Jerry? Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, so then the dad comes and he st- stops Snyder from shooting. He literally shoots Snyder. Oh, yeah, he does. Because after Snyder loses, he grabs a gun from one of his henchmen and is like, I'm going to kill you anyway. So he does actually betray his word. Yeah, I guess But his so. men don't because they're ninjas. Ah. Uh, they're he, serious. Because they're already beginning to learn from Grandpa. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then so Dad shoots him in the shoulder and arrests him. And Pinky's like, hey, we got we got a lot of paperwork to do. And he's like, hey. I need to get pizza with my kids. So he does, he's like, you guys are the real heroes here. It's like, no, nah, not really. They got, they got kidnapped. <laughs> they could have just called the cops and this whole thing would have been dealt with. I don't want to be, yeah, I don't want to be killjoy, but the dad was for his odd hatred for martial arts and not wanting the kids to learn ninjutsu. He was kind of right. Cause if, if they didn't learn ninjutsu, they would have used the can phone to call Emily to call the police. <laughs> yeah. But also if he wasn't working all the time, he would have been home to not have his kids get kidnapped. Mm. Mm. Maybe he should know, when there's he should have been focusing criminal, on pleasing his wife. When there's a criminal who knows him and his family, <laughs> yeah. who has a personal he knows thing against him, multiple generations of your family, that maybe he shouldn't be leaving his kids home alone as he goes on a date night with his wife. Dude, do you think he's cheating on his wife with Pinky? That's why his name's Pinky. If he, I mean, that would make sense of my last question in my notes, <laughs> okay. which is why the hell doesn't Jerry get pizza? He doesn't say, hey, man, we've been working this case for a long time. Let's all just go get pizza with my kids and we'll do the paperwork tomorrow. He says, no, dude, you go do the paperwork. I'm going out to dinner with my kids. It, it's weird. That's messed up. But if he's keeping him away from his wife because he doesn't want any awkward questions, now it makes sense. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> yeah. I When that happened, I was confused. I was like, oh, is this guy supposed to like be the overworking superior in this relationship. Cause I didn't read that at all for the rest of no, the movie. It felt like it was like the rookie that Sam senior is like training. Yeah. But then at the end when he's like, we got to go, you know, kiss your family. Goodbye. We got to go yeah, do some paperwork. Real, oh, Mr. Family man, Bill. It situation. was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so that's the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, I had a great okay. time for a kids movie. I think it's really fun. I would definitely watch it right now. I would watch it anytime anyone had it and was down to watch it. 
Interesting. Does this make you want to watch any of the sequels? Hell no, dude. The sequels sucked when I was a kid. I don't think there's any way that I'm going to like them now. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. I remember disliking them as a child. I mean, like, oh, the first one's the only good one. You liked the other ones. Yeah. The kids are older. Yeah. Did you know that Tum Tum and Rocky don't stay in all of them? Like, new they, actors they end come up in? being recast. But I think Colt stays for, like, three out of four of them. That's sad. Like, he's, like... I think Colt is the only person that they break who's up in the band. more than one movie. No, the parents show up again in the third one, I think. It was weird. There was, like... The parents are in the first one and the third one. The grandpa's in Colt's all Colt's in one right? through three. Oh, uh, maybe he is. <laughs> Either way, the kids don't stay in all of them. That's because Rocky tried to go solo. Emily's <laughs> not in the rest of them, I don't think. She got, like, relocated witness protection sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Doughboy's in the other three. <laughs> Yeah, they have uh, revenge upon Doughboy in the closing scene. Which I don't like. Yeah? After watching the kids beat up a bunch of adults for, like, the rest of the movie, you, I'm not as not excited about... for them to beat up Doughboy? I mean, I friends? know it's not fair, Kay. but I just don't think it's as, like, exciting. Like, it, the end of the movie's over, for real, at that point. Kind of how you felt after the kidnapping scene. I felt that way after the boat scene, where it's like... yeah. It should have ended when he said, I'm taking my kids out to pizza. It, we didn't need closure on the bully stuff. Uh, maybe we have a new addition to our uh, playlist, though, because there was a jamming song. Mm. Which fun, it was like called, it's like Power of the Kids, Kids, kids power. power. While we were watching the movie, my son, not knowing that that is the credit song, when when the kids are beating up the, the surfer dudes, my son says like, kid power and i was like oh yeah it's crazy like they they know the creators of this movie that they, does seem to go on our playlist yeah it's a bad song it's just it's like a I mean, sound it's bite like song. A, it's like a 90s song but it, it's got rocky going hey bl- hey believe in yourself <laughs> i mean like one funny. time it's mostly not that i think he says it more than once it's mostly just like a beat power the kids power because i got the dreams believe in yourself kick it yeah <laughs> my uh, name is jeffrey popcorn yeah. time i guess sure oh uh fester when he's talking on the phone with mr brown he's eating a dipstick which i was really jazzed to see yeah that's cool it's a disgusting candy like a fun dip yeah like a fun dip yeah I like those. Yeah, it's gross though, yeah? I mean, I don't eat it the way that you're supposed to. I think it's weird when people actually dip the stick into the powder. I always just you poured the powder in my mouth. What, you chew on the stick? And then I chew on the chalky candy <laughs> stick. Yeah, okay. I do miss this time in like cinema where it was just implied frequently that we live in a world where criminal enterprises are mostly supported by ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like any street level gang, organized crime or like mass like criminal enterprise. It's a ninja syndicate. Always has a level of just ninjas, <laughs> anonymous ninjas doing henchman stuff. Yep. 
And that's really something that we've let go of. And it's, I think, to our detriment. I think we're ready to get that back, yeah. We need to get it back. Oh, when Snyder is talking to Mr. Brown about sending out the kidnappers, he's in his office. Mr. Brown has, like, pads to, like, receive punches. And he's wearing, like, an umpire like kind (laughs) of outfit. Yeah. Like, again, I'm not, like, a like martial arts expert or anything but the way that snyder is throwing his punches is insane like mr brown's hands are just like out like like hands up kind of like yeah just like fully like wide hands and snyder's just cross 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 super crazy and he's wearing like leather fingerless gloves that don't have like padding or anything they're just like biker gloves nice it's the weirdest and most ridiculous situation like why isn't he having any of his ninja cronies do this why is he having the guy who clearly has no martial arts experience like mr brown should be sitting at a desk and anyone else should be holding pads for snyder yeah it really doesn't make sense tanaka should be wearing the pads yeah for sure he just likes beating up on brown and in that scene when he says he's gonna call his uh his sister's kids do you have it i think i know you're saving this for your i i I promise i never save the quotes Mm -hmm. but they they just pop up (laughs) i i didn't write it down i have a i have a version of it off the top of the dome but do you want to say it or do you want me to say the actual line let let me say it and go for it and then you read it (laughs) he says that like uh his nephew can do the the kidnapping mm-hmm. and Snyder's objection to is like, have they been trained in the masters of Eastern arts? Like the rest of our men? No, that would make more sense because Eastern arts is maybe like martial arts or something. Is it Eastern masters? No, dude, this is so much worse. <laughs> uh, he goes to call him and Snyder says, tell me, have they studied the masters of our Eastern philosophy? Like our other men? <laughs> That's just an excerpt from Birdemic. That's so weird. (laughs) Have they studied the masters of our Eastern... Who is our? When he says that. These are two white men. He's in Mr. Brown. uh, uh, Italian-ish looking guy. Maybe Jewish. I don't know. Either way, these guys are not Eastern. Have they studied our Eastern philosophy like our other men? I don't think any of these dudes are studying philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) They're ninja henchmen on a boat. (laughs) Like... It's it's the philosophy of ninja boating. So weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I also love uh, when the when Mr. Brown's on the phone with the nephew. He says, "We need you to kidnap some kids." And he goes, "Could these be like any kids, or did you have some specific <laughs> ones in mind?" <laughs> that's a good idea. That's such a great line. Yeah, I have um, when he says, "Why must you trust defend your father at all costs?" and his uh his wife who's been unfaithful to him because she's sexually unsatisfied says to him it must be my asian side <laughs> what is the, why must you challenge your husband must be my american side so that's good mm-hmm. so the kids fight multiple ninjas who have swords right are these dudes like just fully prepared to murder children right now? Because like they're swinging swords at kids. I mean, there's not much options there. You're not going to like hurt them. 
I don't know if like the henchmen are like legit ninjas. I feel like they're just like old white dudes that he forces to dress like this. Maybe because they don't really. But they're doing training. We see it. Yeah, they know what means. (sighs) Yeah, so you can't fake that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, none of us do. We're not ninjas. (laughs) We haven't studied our masters of Eastern philosophy. Maybe it's Easter philosophy. Oh, that's it. <laughs> but um, these dudes could kill these children, and they seem to have no issue with that. Sure. And also, the kids go looking for their weapons when the kidnappers show up. If their swords and ninja stars and shit were there, would they have possibly just killed these men? And, like, had their parents come home to, like, three <laughs> dead bodies on the floor? See, like, we should be studying this jitsu. <laughs> Pretty good, right? We got this covered, Dad. Like a dog bringing a pigeon yeah. to their master. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I really... That's like, good. They were just, like, ready to go. They were like, oh, grab our weapons. Oh, damn it, Dad. You hit our swords again. Um, but that's crazy. We didn't talk about the sword liquor. Sword liquor? So they're fighting a bunch of anonymous, like, ninja dudes through the hallways of the boat. But one of them is like designed different. He has his hair down. He has white face paint with like red, like eye makeup. Oh, okay. And he has a like crazy looking sword that he does like a weird, like movement with. And then he like licks it. And it's like challenging the kids to lick her. I like, I was thinking like liquor. Oh no. This man, (laughs) Rubs his tongue on his sword. Okay. So he's not drinking of out of it's a... sexual and violent. I don't even remember that happening. Really? You watched yeah. this movie twice. Yeah. One so, time I was sleeping. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be like the crow, but it's similar <laughs> to that kind of look. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's very weird. Um, but the kids like turn on like a steam valve that like burns his face and then they take his sword and cut his clothes up and they leave him crying in his underwear curled up in a ball that's how you create your next enemy yeah i mean i hope he's the villain the, yeah the that should be the villain i felt really one. bad for him i actually was like that's sad dude like this guy felt really confident <laughs> they, <laughs> they took that from him he is the nerdy one of the ninja group though because he's like gone way over the top of the theatrics yeah he's been studying the eastern philosophies oh so i guess this is kind of this can be like the last thing but when they first see the grandpa, he's standing at the end of a hallway, and they're like, Grandpa! And then Colt, I think, is like, wait, he's one of the bad guys, remember? And then the grandpa pulls out a knife, and they're like, Grandpa, no! And there's <laughs> yeah. like supposed to be like tension, <laughs> they thought like they think gonna he's going to kill them. And he throws the knife, they duck, and it stabs a ninja dude behind them right. in the chest. And when the knife sinks into the dude's heart, the sound effect goes boing <laughs> and the dude falls over dead like how did they think that was the best way to play that it's a coil of springs inside it's of it's really funny I, I was laughing hysterically at that when we watched it with your kids I wonder I, if they had to add that to make it a little bit less like violent or something I guess but I mean <laughs> a man got stabbed in the heart <laughs> boing I, I thought that was insane maybe that's what happens i've never stabbed someone in the heart oh i have 
What did it sound like though? Think, think like, hard. Auga. <laughs> so that's this movie. I can't believe you don't like this, man. Yeah. There were things about it that I still did like, but I just it I don't think it holds up. And it was kind of difficult for me to watch through. It felt very long, but I don't think it was, right? It was I think it was like an like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> it felt hella long to It me. really didn't. I thought it was a great movie. I I'm thought it was short. I thought it was fun. I had a good time. Shanley? I'm somewhere awake. in between because it felt very long, but I feel like also I just will sleep through everything. No way. Mm-hmm. I don't you believe you. You know that about me? I don't think so. Well, that's great. We We can't rank... Because it's uh, number one. Hooray! And also last place for all of us. You guys should go watch the movie and decide for yourselves, but it's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've all watched it. Watch it again. <laughs> you know when you stab a man through the heart and it sounds like this? Hell yeah. You know Shanley, what that sounds like? It's sound your favorite means? time. Oh, it's my spin Yay. night. Shanley, wake up for the spin. Kay. Snort some hot sauce. It's no. my podcast and I'll spin if I want to spin if I want to. I, I hope we get something new. We had a lot of uh, new categories on here or categories, if you will. No, 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 no. Cinematography. Oh, God. Shaley, what do you not want it to be? What's the worst thing that Matt could spin right now? Cinematography. I don't think that's a thing. Strictly Matt. She just doesn't know what we're talking about. That's what the last sound she heard. (laughs) I can't handle another Strictly Matt. Jeez. Sorry, Matt. Well, Matt's Strictly Matt would be different than our Strictly Matt, I think. Yeah, but But she didn't like like either of them. It was the Muppets. um, No, it was uh, No Desserts Dad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was great. But then Jimmy Well, if we get it again, it's going to be Munchy Strikes oh, Back. Right. <laughs> Which I'm t- kind of excited about. See? There's a No Dessert Dad 2. Oh, no. no. No Dessert Dad Tool. <laughs> you mow the lawn. Oh, no. There's actually not. All right, I'm ready for this. Ooh, good spin. I got a new cell phone. It spins better than the other one. No. You know that new... Cheater. I met this new goth girl down the street. Wanna tap it. Yeah! I got wanna tap it. Hell yeah. This <laughs> is the best person to get wanna tap it. So wanna tap it is a Jimmy category. Do you want to tell us what that no, is? No, you say it. It's... Uh, say how you will be choosing people for this. Um, So the idea is to choose a movie that has a character or a part that awoken... Your uh, part. <laughs> Made uh, your underpants tight. Libidoous awakening uh, from yesteryear, from childhood. So uh, I've been someone who's always been erect. 
<laughs> that's always been super into girls so the, I no mean, way really yeah i would have never thought that was your type <laughs> females <Yeah. laughs> uh so uh, there's a there's a long list of uh of things that i movies that i can well, pick. be strict with it don't be like oh kind of this be like no dude i this would get me going <laughs> Just get my blood pumping. <laughs> this movie hit me like a gas station rhino pill. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered that that Marshall line. It's there's this cute. I met this cute goth girl on our floor. I think want to tap it. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is this is good. Okay. Uh, In some ways, this is a strictly map. Shanley, any guesses? That no. seems weird. I feel like maybe you guys should say, talk about your own want of tapping. No, I want to <laughs> guess yours. So, so I think the category implies that this should be something from before high school. Yeah, I'm thinking like elementary school. It's dark. <laughs> so so we're thinking like 1997 to like 2003 somewhere in that window is that the appropriate age sure <laughs> seven years old when did you first get boners while watching movies <laughs> i i'm not gonna pick movies that gave me boners necessarily but that's literally what the category is <laughs> it is not movies that gave me boners well because we have a lady so she can't get boners yeah so why am i gonna be like discriminatory like that that's isolating okay you're gonna pick movies I'm an ally, that don't give you boners <laughs> no i'm gonna pick movies that were sexually arousing uh. Which, which is effectively the same thing. I'm going to guess The Pianist. <laughs> the what? <laughs> I just thought movies with a lot of white people. Okay. I think Bring It On is a good one. I kind of... Kind of want to say Jawbreaker. Never saw it. Really? Okay. Uh, Drive Me Crazy, starring Vinny Chase. Melissa Joan Hart? Mm-hmm. Is that who that is? Yeah. yeah. Prominently featuring the Britney Spears song, Drive Me Crazy. Of course. You drive me crazy. <laughs> 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 <Not that one. laughs> Somebody make that music video. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right. Well, I guess I'm excited for this. I'm I'm honestly prepared to be disappointed. I think you're gonna kind of cheat the system here. Why do you always think the worst of me? Because I feel like you're ashamed of your sexuality. I'm not. You have, I have some Catholic guilt in there. <laughs> and I feel like you're not gonna want to watch something and be like, oh man, this movie still gets me going. I've, I've prepared uh, a, a chastity suit that I'm wearing from <laughs> neck to toes while I watch this movie. I want to watch a movie 
that you have to lay on your stomach on the floor out of embarrassment <laughs> while we're watching it. You do, I want you to have to excuse yourself partway through the movie. I'm usually laying on my stomach whenever I'm doing any kind of work. Is your assumption that I'm aroused? Which is like when I'm writing reports for work and I'm laying on my stomach and working on my laptop. The assumption is like, oh, that that spreadsheet's really doing it for Matt. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm excited for this. I've got some ideas. All right. I'm gonna have so many honorable mentions. Shirley, do you have any actresses that you want to just call out? I don't. I know. How about me and you both pick an actress, and if those actresses show up on his list, we you get something. Okay, I like that. I like. I don't want to announce our picks now, because then I feel like it'll skew his. I don't think so. And also, I want to do a little more looking, so I'll get my guesses. All right, so we'll guess fun. on the next episode. Yes. We'll both write it down yeah. ahead of time. We are ready for the next episode. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, uh, I guess we'll see you next week on Movie Night right here on the Weekly Watch Wheel, where we'll watch... Uh, wanna tap it? <laughs> Movie. Movie. <laughs> Bye. Watch wheel every day. Hey gang, before you leave, just wanted to say, hope you're liking season two of the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you are, please follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Watch Wheel. Also, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, whatever you're listening on. Give us a review or reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know how you're doing, how you're liking the podcast. Love to hear from you. See you next time. It's the Weekly Watch Wheel. I don't know if this is going to stay in, but if uh, go to LDS.net or whatever, I don't remember the website. I think it was LDS Weekly or something, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. LDS Just Google quarterly. 14 celebrities who would make good Mormons. <laughs> it's an article <laughs> that I don't know. Oh, we were trying to make a Hanukkah song, but with LDS celebrities and so i googled that and then i found a, a wonderful article that says 14 celebrities who would be good mormons <laughs> and it's like a wish list <laughs> from a mormon like yeah news outlet just There's saying, one like, here's a bunch of people it, that we wish were mormon of, yeah it's a bunch of like shimmering white people it's, it's good glad that exists our lds listeners we Love them so much. That's what LDS stands for. Yep. <laughs> Love them so much. <laughs> so as post- apostrophe. Did I just apostrophize? Apostrophe. Yep. I called it apostrophe. Damn. Go back to school, Matt. <laughs>